everyone. Welcome to Dropped Frames. Apologies for being a little bit late. If you're watching live, if you're on the VOD, we're right on time. We got Burke Black today. How's it going, Burke? What's what's up in hey, Pirate Burke. Land? Who are you stealing from? Where are you robbing? Where are you at? Where's your booty? Uh, right, okay, I'll, uh... let's. That's a little forward there, Co. You typically wait. <laughs> tell, us like, a, tell us about your booty. It's like second date. All I can till, tell you was uh, that I've been. Getting t- ready, and uh, you know, I, I've got uh, I've got I've got a new emotes coming, new channel uh, alerts coming. I, I hired a, a, a pirate band Whoa. who who are scheduled for the launch of Skull and Bones in March. I can't wait. I got everything planned for that. Nice. I even got the band. They can only show up in <laughs> March, and I already prepaid them, so they're going to be back there playing the. the They've band, already got you know, their money, doing, right? There's no yeah, refunds. They already got their money. Nice. There's no refunds yeah. or anything like that. And I, I paid for everything, so I'm ready to go for March. Nice. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm ready. Well, by the way, I wasn't laughing at you. I just saw when you said Skull and Bones, Co's face was just mwah, so good. Well, let's get to the news today, guys. Skull I, and I Bones the, has I been delayed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Till 2024. Uh, probably. Uh, maybe. Probably. Yeah. Well, that, wait, wait, wait a second. Yeah, it's his first fiscal year. That's that's April is is a part of that. True. We got, Bra- we got breaking news from later this year. Skull and Bones has been canceled. <laughs> I don't know how they have it. On me. Like how, man? That's it's wild that like they haven't canceled it yet. With how many times that's like? I guess it's because it's so much money. Yeah, like it's yeah. wild. Yeah. It's a sunk I, cost I fallacy. Played the game. It's actually exactly. fun. It's like they just you know. Yeah. It's some money, guys. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever polishing you gotta do, do it. But the game is actually really cool. It's it's just you know I don't know if it's gonna be like a this game is gonna last a month or so you know uh, you yeah, know yeah, in yeah. general. But it's a it's a blast to just jump in and have some fun. Yeah. Well, they had the live stream the other day. Co, you said they had to put it into sub only chat. What? Why? I, I believe that's. Uh, I was in my. I was. I was talking to my mods about it, and they said that they had to. They had to put it in sub only mode. And I. What's even weirder is I don't know if they have a sub button. Oh sure, yeah. On was it on slash so, Ubisoft? I think so. I'm not entirely sure. It might yeah, have been like their shield mode or whatever that they activated. I, I think I think the issue now though is it's it's kind of like there's there's some Star Citizen stuff going on with it where the game is transcending what it is and becoming more of a meme, and I think mm. that a lot of people really enjoy playing into that. So I was not there myself, but my guess is just you know all the normal stuff was probably becoming a bit much. They popped it in there. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. That a chap, right. a chap, one of my mods says it was on slash Ubisoft and sub mode was enabled with no sub button. They basically <laughs> turned chat off. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> Who knows what I, I know. You, I went to go you, look you at the turn chat off. That's I, how you do I it. You put it in topic. sub mode and no one can sub. I yeah. know. Like it's, it's, that's kind of, I went to look at the VOD uh, of that broadcast and I didn't, I don't know how early it was that they went into sub only mode or if they just like, if Twitch has the ability to yes. just like kill a chat on a VOD because there was no chat. There was nothing on the VOD. That's probably why they probably kicked it in pretty early then in that case. Yeah. Yeah. It must've yeah. been, uh, must've been fairly early on that. So, Oh, uh, a chatter is saying chat has been off for all of their events for a long time now. Oh, okay. That would make sense given all of the Ubisoft stuff that has happened over the past twenty. So probably still want to moderate it. He just stream on Twitch and just turn off chat. Yeah, I guess. 
That's I mean, honestly, that's like <sighs> I, that makes sense to me because, like, uh, you know, big game developers, they just probably don't want to mess with the moderation of it, you know, because, like, you know, how people come in and they'll just spam some like well, horrible stuff a, in chat. It's and, a full time job. I mean, it's like someone yeah. has to be sitting there for the entirety of the stream. And I imagine they just be like, just, just disable it. So, like, we're just here to advertise our stuff and that's it. We're not here to like be part of the Twitch system of like moderating chat and the memes and all that. They just, I, yeah. I get it. I get, yeah. I get they would, that they would do that. Yeah. Especially with all the stuff surrounding the company and the, the, the game. The game, I, yeah. could, I, mm-hmm. I bet that's just a lot easier to do. For sure. I'm reminded yeah. of. They had to make a calculated uh, decision on if it would benefit or not benefit their brand and company to have it on, and they decided that it would just wasn't good to have cat. Yeah. As I am a reference machine, I am <clears throat> reminded of that episode of South Park where Cartman hires Butters to filter out all the negative comments that he gets on his Twitter. And Butters just sitting there like he's got like bags under his eyes. He's been puking because everybody's just so like awful and rancid. It's just like that person at the Ubisoft desk, like moderating their chat, is just like what they in my mom's what? Yeah, just turn it off. Okay, turn it off. That happened. uh, You give a uh, a a comical reference. That happened this past week with a League of Legends community member on Twitter who just had a kid and got death wishes on their newborn baby because of a bad (laughs) cutscene. So, like that shit exists on the internet. People are awful. Stupid. Uh, (laughs) Turns out that people are indeed awful. Uh, That is actually horrific yeah yeah over a cutscene release fyi oh my uh, god dude. pretty pretty insane stuff uh i think those tweets are still up uh for anyone that wants to go view them for some morbid reason but, <sighs> yeah yeah uh anyways burke actually, how's it going with you everything good <laughs> <laughs> what's it been happening in burkeville just a second ago <laughs> no i'm good everything's uh, a blast man just Having a lot of fun otherwise. Yeah. They can't. We're here to bring you down. We're here to turn your smile upside down there, Burke. That's Welcome right. to the show. That's right. The uh the stream can't see it because of your green screen. I guess I could toggle it off, but uh I think you've had some uh some updates to the background. You you got some stuff in there now. Looks good, man. Oh, you mean these things? Yeah, you got some audio panels in there. But that thing behind you is also is that what is that thing yeah. there? Yeah. Is that it's to be blocking your monitor, else? right? Yeah, I think it's yeah, yeah, yeah. His, yeah. There's a monitor and a camera right there. Okay. So, like, when I do uh, green screen bits, where it's like, I am walking out on the ship, you know? Yeah. And it's like I could see myself because I have to play off myself. I'm one of those kind of streamers. I have to look at myself so I can sure. react, and I can see myself, and then you know, da 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 da. They don't. They never see it. They never know it's there. And then if I do VR, I just close it. Ah, oh, it's fancy. out of my way. That is so I don't nice. Get anything. So wait, nice. when you're doing when you're doing the the bits, like when you're walking on and stuff, are we seeing the wall to your right right now or the wall behind you? So the no, camera you're seeing is this like, wall. He's got another oh, camera. Oh, okay, over there. okay, cool, cool. All this is greened out, and I just come out here and I'm like, "Welcome to the shaft." Blah 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 blah. And the body's away. I have a, I have a. You can't see it either, but there's a camera or a, a light right here as well. Oh, up above on the above ceiling, because I could never get this side bright enough for the green screen right it would darken so much and it's like now yeah. i wish i had installed lighting up here because they never see that light anyway yeah yeah you can angle you know it they so would they have never see seen it yeah so I gotta admit know. man not not only that but that mic sounds so good in that area like especially you're, you're sitting in the middle yeah. of a nearly empty room and it sounds fantastic yeah yeah what mic once is that? we installed these panels it was beautiful oh this mic oh my gosh it's uh <laughs> man 
Uh, I think I got the command in my chat. Hold on, let me type real quick. Is that chat. the one? Is it, That's is the it, wireless is one. Is it a, I think a I... lav mic or is it a? Yeah, he's got a. It's it's a condensant or uh, what is it? Condenser. Countryman. Condenser. Condenser. Yeah. It's the Audio Technica okay. BP eighty nine four CT four. I don't even know if they make it anymore, but I got okay. it ages ago. Let's but I know I wanted a, a wireless mic that would work all over this studio because I'm too, you know, I, I like to get up and move around too much to be bound to a microphone in front of my face, you know? And so, like, there's nothing here. I just put it, attach it to my ear. You can barely see it there. It kind of blends in with the beard, so it kind of even works. People are like, what's he talking into? Yeah, it totally does. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good. So I, 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 I used a head mic for, for years, um, and once I switched over to a, to a stationary mic, it limited my range of motion, but it it sounded better. And because oh, yeah. the, the head mic things were not caught up to like you know streamer needs, I guess. And I bought like I used a fucking fifteen dollar Radio Shack model that they discontinued. <laughs> so I like they were like, oh yeah, I went into Radio Shack one day and I was like, I'm gonna need a, a new mic. I I broke mine somehow. I don't know how. Um, <laughs> and. uh they were like, oh, they're discontinuing these. I was like, how many have left? Three? I'll take them all. So I took all of them. And I still have them back there, but they were not great. Like, if you look at old clips of me, they were just well, it's a, you get what, and awful. You get what you pay for in audio world. $15 mic could sound like a $15 mic. Very true. Very true. Well, um, aware, this one but it was also the only option too. that I could, like, move my head, and it wouldn't, you know, you know, it would keep the same audio quality. So yeah. I'm... I'm I'm happy to hear that they're they're doing those now, and I've maybe I'll look into it. Maybe yeah. you've influenced. I, I got the entire setup. Like, uh, you, you, I link the uh, the mic, the the receiver, and the the pack that clips onto your pants. Hey, you put are that you battery in. powered? You got rechargeable batteries? What are you yeah. rocking? Yeah, it lasts for the full ten hours that I string. That's good. You got to re- and then it's it really them? nice. Yeah, yeah, but it has the charger built into it, so like you just you never have to worry about losing quick... the charger. Oh, okay, <laughs> you just that's plug awesome. Plug it in, and it and it's charging. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's good stuff. Ten hour charge. Nah, huh? I, I recommend it. It's good. I, I, I think it's like they probably have a new one now because, like I said, I've had this one for an insane long time, and I, I think I got it twenty. I started. I think I started doing it in twenty eighteen. Yeah. So I imagine there's got to uh, be a new one out. Does it? Uh, you wear it for ten hours. It's comfortable then, because a lot of times with the, yeah. the those type of mics, they can drain on the ear after X amount of hours. No, no, not from this because it's too light. It just kind of just gently cups the ear, you know. Like it's just, it's made of uh, or silicone or something like that. So it just very, if this feels really good. Maybe here's the follow up question. Yeah. Me and Zeke got big ass heads. Do you got a big ass head? <laughs> yeah, I'm a fat man. I always got a big head. Yeah, but like me and Zeke have big heads. Like <laughs> <laughs> we got big motherfucking heads. Yeah, so I got a big old cassava like on our. Yeah. Okay. It just hooks on your ear. That's oh, all it does. Okay. It doesn't squeeze it or anything. Oh, so there's no there's press. nothing around the back on the other. It no. just Oh, okay. No. Gotcha. It just hooks there. Okay. That's pretty good. What what model it's, did you say? It's, a, it's audio technic. I can give you the link. It's not a that's not a problem. But uh like I said, I I don't know if they even make it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Shoot us uh, the model number. I we could probably find the like, updated uh, version. They even have that. I don't, I don't even know. 894 CT4. Okay. Thank you, Wabajack. Yeah. Thank you. EP894 CT4. Yeah, that's it. The Audio Technica. That's it. Okay. And it's not, it's I mean, designed. it's not unreasonably priced. Was it a couple hundred? Looks like 
Two hundred bucks. Two hundred. Were those countrymen like like that? I've heard uh, other people use Denver's uh, game. Um, <laughs> are like five hundred dollars. Yeah. So. Yeah, they get up there. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I only yeah. picked this one up because I was like, this is one singers use when they're on stage singing songs and stuff like that. I was like, well, if they could, if it's good enough for them, right. <laughs> It's going to yeah. be good enough from some fat Twitch streamer, right? It's got to be, right? Yeah. I, so, well, and uh, I've used Audio-Technica. Like, that's that's the mic I have is an Audio-Technica. I've used that this one for years. And it's it's reasonably priced, but it's also like, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm rough on things. So it, And this one has been with me, and I've, I'm sure I've dropped it, hit it, whatever, stuff like that. Whereas if it was like a sure SMB, I'd be like... I don't want to get too close to it because you know I might might <laughs> yeah. break it. And I don't want to do that. I, I don't know. SM7Bs are pretty sturdy. They, they, okay. Yeah. Okay. I've had this one since 2012, and it's still fine. It's, it's got some longevity. In. They're also still expensive. I just bought a second one for the other uh, room. They're still 400 bucks. Always have been. If <laughs> not changed the price, I think they were a hundred dollars off uh, on this one, which is the lowest I've ever seen them at like 3.99. So. I've honestly thought about doing like the, the Tim and Eric awesome show, like the the microphone, like the actual just <laughs> stick, stick mic tape to the chest. Yeah, <laughs> that would work. That would work. Uh, Burke, anything else you've you've added to the the Pirates Den Cove? What what do we what do you call it? What's the actual? What's the ver the the Burke Black terminology for the studio? Captain's quarters. The captain's quarters. Okay, <laughs> I know there's got to have been something uh uh just just my uh i got that uh board games i've been pushing on getting that set up as soon as possible now yeah just yeah the, I, we've, I got the table and then me and my dad went to uh during christmas we went we went out because we've been trying to look for this board game called x-wing for a while yeah and we been like debating it because we saw that gen con and then we went to uh when we were, we were at this game store, and they hit this guy was like, you know, uh, hey, I got this Horus Heresy box for like two hundred bucks off. It's like a three hundred dollar box for the Horus Heresy for forty k. Okay, it's it has it's like it's so much plastic in that it'll make your head spin. But they gave us that for a hundred bucks, and then on the way out, this guy was like, oh, by the way, all of our X Wing stuff is fifty percent off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how they get you. Yeah, I'm walking now, out of the oh- store like this, like I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Now, oh, oh, one second, one second, one second. To play tabletop uh, board games, you need people, like more than one person. Mm-hmm. Do you know people? People are, are they're a hard commodity to come by. <laughs> no, I'm, sorry, I'm honestly like, do you have like a, uh, is it just, is it you and your dad or do you have like a group? It's going to be my, me and my like dad. Yeah, he, we're going to fight each other. But Crane also could, lives here as well. Hey, people play like hire them yeah that's what i, would that's what I do. do that's what yeah. i've done for 10 years yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say, that's your business model homie <laughs> <laughs> well they don't stick around after the payment runs out so <laughs> now are you i was gonna say are you sure that's only 10 years haven't you you've not been doing that your entire life no i didn't have money uh, up until about 10 days. years ago <laughs> so like, burke i if billy I comes over and plays with jp we'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not know that, anything though. about those deals. Uh, and if they were true or not, go, what were you going to ask Bert? Uh, I was going to say, so I, I remember uh, you, you had like a custom table made and like all sorts of stuff, right? Do you have your camera set up in there? Like right now? How, like how, how is it coming along? It's, 
the the logistics the of like putting all that together is 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 something else. But no, wor- Wormwood. Uh, just, oh, apparently, Wormwood. are just nice. really nice people. Yeah, like yeah. I I just messaged them. And I was like, hey, I want to do some board games. Uh, you know, maybe get, you know you want to work together because like some of their their tables are just when I was at Gen Con, their tables are just oh like, yeah. Wow, you know, and they were kind enough to sponsor the entire board game setup, so they sent me one of their modular tables. Nice, and that that thing is stupid nice. Yeah, I I I, <laughs> I can't speak more highly of it. It looks like a piece of furniture. Like you could have this in your home. Oh yeah, it's like a dining dining table or a coffee table or something like that, and yeah. play games on it. You just take the top off, play, and the attachments just are magnetic, so they just pop in and pop out. Yeah, it's it's stupid good. But no, no, like stables are definitely pricey too. Couple, yeah, couple thousand. I, I, I'm getting the cameras, the lights, and I'm gonna get one of those because uh, I talked to Angry Joe about it. Um, uh, other Joe is his name, right? Uh, it's, it's other Joe. So yeah. he has this big giant mechanical arm, and I think like when you look at like live streams of board games on Twitch, they're usually pretty jank because like whoever is doing the camera is like like they're on a boat, you know, like trying to film it. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, here comes our guys. There they go. And you're like, god, it's just so awful to watch. Yeah. Or they or they want to do it where the camera is like, you know, the board game's here and their camera's like way out here. And you're like, what's happening? I need a let me get my binoculars to see what's going on over there, you know. And it's like I I have an idea in my in my brain on how to pull chat into it. They have to It's like us streaming games. People are always confused, what's going on in the game? What is this? What is that? You know, it's like you can't. You when you do board gaming, you're gonna have to have something in place to explain what the game is going on, what's happening in the event that you're doing it, and also make it fun to watch. Get them invested. Like, oh my gosh, here comes the Tyranids, and get like a GoPro to like zoom in, have some <laughs> smoke effects and some explosions. You know, just get chat involved in like a show that's being played instead of it just treating it like a dull. Oh, I'm just gonna roll my dice. You know, get them involved in the experience. You know. Sure. So uh, I'm going to get one of these big mechanical arms like so they could stabilize a camera that could zoom in, keep it very professional looking, very clean. So you could have someone man that 24-7? No. <laughs> so then why do you get a mechanical <laughs> arm? That's pointless. No. <laughs> no, no, no. The mechanical arm is like it, it like it's like uh, for your mics, right? Like like you have on your mics yeah. right now. So, oh, like, the idea would be we'll attach a camera to that and I'll just grab it and zoom in on where the action is. Gotcha. So I like, could swap to it on on a Steam Deck. Gotcha. The only thing that's going to require my hand is going to be like a GoPro and I'll put it on like a stick, you know, so I can the zoom in, cam. like give them the eye view, you know, like this is what the space Marine is seeing right now. Watch out at the tier that's coming around this corner. Yeah. Good. So, theatrical moments. Let me ask Sounds you. Cool. Um, so how do you deal with um, the, the, how do you deal with not talking to your dad for a week after playing a board game with him? That could just be me. <laughs> and when I played games with my dad, but like, I'm I'm sure it's probably the same with all dads, right? Is that is that bad? Like, do you how do you get through that part of your? Oh, me and him are uh, you know we've done that uh, a million times to each other. We do that on a daily basis. So it's it's more like now me and my dad would like. Hey, you idiot. Hey, you dummy, you old man. Go go to bed or something like that, and we'll have that spat. And then it's like, okay, what do you want to have for tonight? dinner for tonight? Oh, I don't know. Something. Mm-hmm. We, just, we have spats all the time. So just in the moment. It'll be great yeah. when that's on stream. Yeah. Yeah, that'll work out. Cool. That'll work out. I can't wait for him to argue with me. I can see your man. I can see him. I can shoot that guy. You can't see him. He's in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, you could just cheat and not tell him that you have the mechanical arm behind him, so then you can see everything he's doing. 
right? No, sir. I bought a laser, uh, one of those laser things that puts the laser on the ground. So there is no disputing whether he could see me or not. I've got, <laughs> I, I planned ahead. I planned ahead for this. I bought that. I spent the money. I said, now we can't argue because if the laser sees it, then you can see it. Nice. <laughs> you uh, listen, listen, I liked you before, Burke, but I like you a lot more now because I was that guy <laughs> at the comic book shop with the, with the, you know, the Warhammer tables in the back. Like, uh, excuse me, I can see it. Look, <laughs> look. you have to have the laser sticking out, son. I'm going to blow his foot off. You have to have it. Yeah, it's too important now. That's true. That's true. Well, cool. Uh, any any games? I guess Skull and Bones is probably the biggest thing on your radar, right? And then it got pushed back. Yeah, yeah. Skull and Bones, uh, which now I don't know what's going to happen with that. So I'm going to try to move away from that a little bit. Focus on Final Fantasy 16. You know, I'm I'm a, sure. like, huge into Final Fantasy. That's, like, yeah, June though. <laughs> it's a bit yeah. away. <laughs> it's a bit away, but oh, you know what comes out Monday? What's that? Uh, and I don't know if you guys would be interested in it. Or not. It's World War II build- Rebuilder. Have you heard of that? Rebuilder. You rebuild. Uh-huh. The, I don't know if I want to rebuild the war. What does that mean? No, 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 no. It basically, it's, so uh, no, no, it's, it's, it's think of it like a sim, you know, like those games that are like built house building sim and all that stuff. So the general idea is that, you know, at the end of world war two, somebody had to clean up all that mess. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So you are that somebody after war at the end of world war two, you have to rebuild neighborhoods. You have to uh, clean up tank debris and shell debris and planes and stuff like that. And you just, you're basically, you know, you're World War II rebuilder. <laughs> or reconstruction. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, there it is. It's this. I'll, I'll look real quick. This is from the Steam page. Huh. And, it, and oh, and by the way, it does history too. Like it'll give you like why this area is so destroyed. You know, what happened here? You know, it's very, very cool. And you get to use <laughs> some of the equipment the to help you rebuilding. Yeah. Is this, uh, does this have like premise. a multi- multiplayer uh, component no. to it or just single? Okay. No, just single player. It just, I don't know. It's kind of lethargic, like to go in and clean it up and then like make it look nice again, you know? It's, it's kind of, definitely. Kind of what? Le- hmm? What? You say lethargic? Le- lethargic or not lethargic, whatever the word is. Nostalgic? Uh, nostal- no, not nostalgic. Uh, I, I was like, is it a slow game? <laughs> Like <laughs> cathartic, cathartic. Sorry, cathartic. cathartic. There That's we go. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely My a genre. Just, uh, it, I've never thought of for World War Two. Right? Like generally, you're like, all right, FPS, or like, oh, this is a real time strategy. No, this is, this is like power washing sim, but for World War Two. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, what's crazy is I I had never even heard about that before you mentioned it. Same. That's that's it's World War Two Rebuilder, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it's, I think that's the name. Huh. Thank you. Imagine the devs listening. Like, he got the name wrong. <laughs> it is. It's uh, World War II Rebuilder Cities from the Ashes is the name of it. There you go. <laughs> I just love because like it'll, it'll 19 hours. Yeah, it 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 it, mm. it kind of gives you like a this is what happened in this area, you know, like you'll see like a little bit of like a shadow of the battle. So then it plays it out and you can see it. And it's like, okay, now clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, Burke, I have to ask, where where are you at on the? uh, Well, first off, do you watch? You watch a good amount of like TV and and movies and whatnot, right? Like you're, yeah. Do you are are you do you care at all about Last of Us coming out tonight? Are you gonna watch that? Not not played the Last of Us. Where where are you at with the fandom of Last of Us? Maybe it's first question. No, I I I mean we'll see because like obviously the gameplay of the 
Well, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out for people because The Last of Us storyline is very much a Walking Dead kind of storyline. Yeah. You know, like it's just there's they're plant people, but they're zombies. You know, is basically what they are. And then there's bad humans, you know, and people have seen that before with Walking Dead. So it's not like going to surprise anybody with any kind of new stuff. But yeah. uh, for people who played the game, we're going to be like, it's Joel. Oh, look at that. You know, we're going to freak out because it's all these characters that we know. But I, I don't know how well it's going to go with audiences because they might be not yeah. into seeing another zombie thing, you know? Reviews, uh, I think review embargo was Monday or Tuesday or something like that, but it's it's reviewed very, 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 very well. Um, Good. Don't know how well that's going to translate, like you said, to audiences. Uh, a lot of the buzz they're saying is like the the next Walking Dead or like Walking Dead done right. I've seen that tagline a lot. Yeah. I've seen the tagline of like, this is the best video game adaptation ever type deal. Um, a, lot of, a lot of hyperbolic statements uh, leading into it, but... I think it's a 90 or 80 minute preview or, or episode one tonight. Um, third episode is apparently like the quote unquote masterpiece of the season. Cause people that have yeah. reviewed it have seen everything. And I think story wise, people, people are saying it is the best video game adaptation. <laughs> really? In, yep, in medium. <laughs> no, 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 no. That episode, that one episode. Oh, that three, one episode okay. is the best. Yeah. Like mm. that is the, that episode is the best video game adaptation like ever. I think that's, that's uh, episode three. the Bill episode, if I had to think about the timeline. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the episode that uh, goes back to the beginning uh, with Joel and his first daughter. Yeah. No, that I happens. Surprised that's episode that. one. Oh, that is episode one. Oh, it is. Yeah, it actually goes in chronological order. Oh, yeah. The, the game. The, this first season they've said is basically the first game, and it, it follows the story. Oh. Like, all the, all the oh. same beats that you would expect. Um, okay. Yeah. So I, I want to say it is the bill episode and I think they explore bills, uh, relationship a little bit more than they did in the game. Whereas in the game, it was kind of like barely touched upon. And then there's like the big stinger at the end is you're leaving bill essentially. Um, I think that they kind of go back and do a little flashback moment for that. I'm, I'm just really hopeful that they don't change the whole ending of the last of us, you know, cause like that was, yeah. Well, for me, that's that made the entire game. The entire experience was Joel's decision. And I hope that stays the same. I don't think they would. Yeah, with I, they've, they've got the original creation. No, I don't I don't think they yeah. will change it. it it's got well, I don't yeah, I, I think that would also drive fans absolutely crazy. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. like they that's they've stated important. it's supposed to be a pretty faithful adaptation. So if they were to change something that large, that is an an absolutely iconic part. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Um that would be bonkers if they change that especially it also i mean that leads into the se- the second season if they if they do decide to do that i mean that's that's like a cornerstone of the second season right so right it's going to be interesting to see if they actually do do a second season because that's going to mean same i mean no no it means a lot of things change. spoiler hand for last of us too but that means like a pretty serious cast adjustment a lot of like, things like change yeah. Second, yeah yeah like like last of us two is uh is a completely different beast um main character wise cast wise than uh than well, the first one so i mean game of thrones would have something to say to you like about like no 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 no, no. <laughs> season one, you know? like it's fine true. it'll be fine true <laughs> if it's yeah. getting up well i mean like when you guys look at this this show like the obviously last of us you know i'm not 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 trying to knock the production value of it because obviously it's a product there's gonna be a lot of production value HBO, but it's, yeah it's, it's good best of the yeah, best when it comes to tv 
But like zombie makeup's not nearly as hard, or uh, you know, like you you put some gunk on some guy's face and you send him out there as a zombie. So like as a video game, Last of Us kind of makes sense for like a live action. It's much easier to do than say you know Fallout or Warhammer 40k. <laughs> but I'm very curious to see how this is going to play out. You know, like because when you look at like I could kind of see Fallout. I still can't believe there's a Amazon. Fallout show. Yeah. That's wild to me. I mean, all of this like, stuff is wild, but it's because I never would have imagined any of this to be put into yeah, they, they that type of get, medium. They don't have to get too crazy with Fallout, right? They could keep kind of keep it a little bit grounded. They don't have to get like death claws and crazy stuff like that. But no, not really. You know, like, how do you do 40K live action, though? <laughs> yeah, money. Dude, you take you get oh, money. So CGI and money. I cannot <laughs> wait to see what Cavill comes up with, like seeing what it's going to look like having actual people stomping around in space marine armor. like. That gives that gives me goosebumps. I uh, have you ever seen enough, guys yeah. do that in conventions? Like they're like, "Hey, I'm a space marine." <laughs> like all that art yeah. is so cumbersome and it's so hard to walk around it's, in. It's weird. Yeah, it looks yeah. looks. Wonky. And aren't aren't space marines like canonically? Uh, they're bred like larger. Yeah, like, they're like they're eight, bred eight larger. They're genetically modified, and they're eight to nine feet tall. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they are not even in larger the people. They're just large. Yeah. So like, like they oh. even have to do like the the way they did it for Lord of the Rings: <laughs> The Hobbit. Like they have to like film it in different ways to make the uh, space marines look ma- massive compared to a typical human. So yeah, yep, yeah. It'll uh, we'll see what. Do we have a timeline uh, I on think, when that's way, supposed I, to happen? Are they eight to nine feet in their armor? I think they're eight to nine feet in their armor. I don't think they're actually physically. Large. I don't think it's a halo. That's a burn. I'll refer to no, they're physically bigger. Yeah, they're physically yeah, they taller put in the as armor, well. They get bigger. Oh wow! He's yeah, they're huge. they're yeah seven eight to nine feet already, and then like ten to twelve in armor. <laughs> yeah, and then then you don't even bring into equation to the size of a Primarch on top of that, <laughs> which is oh, even yeah. bigger. Yeah, yeah. Primarch is and just then the, the upper himself, marine. which is even bigger. Okay, I can't wait for Space Marine Two, man. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, should be good. Uh, I, I, I saw a tweet out there about it. Um, someone was talking about the Last of Us, and like. This might be the best, blah, 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 you know, game to show experience. And, and someone was like, "Stop it! Stop saying Castlevania doesn't exist, you bastards!" <laughs> Castlevania is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, our, Castlevania was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's actually uh, I never JP watched on last season Google. There's a size chart that you can look at of like, oh really? Of 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 the uh, of uh, Warhammer 40k's. Uh, Space Marines, like they have the little puny human there, and then there's a Space Marine, then it's a Primarch, and then there's Emperor, and it's like <laughs> they just have all this crazy stuff, and it's like, ah, uh, I don't envy the showrunners who are going to try to figure this out. There we go. Think yeah, this that's is what it. You're referring to, yeah, yeah. So this is a normal human on the far right. That's an Imperial Guardsman. Yeah, that's your typical low-level soldier, uh, and wow. then the guy next to him is your typical Space Marine. Yeah, and then the guy next to him is the now extinct Thunder Warriors, who were like the proto Space Marines. Oh, oh, really? A uh, Primus is the new Space Marines. That's like, like you know, they're they're advancing the 40k storyline now, and it's like the the Mechanicum has come out and like we know how to make Space Marines even better, or some other guy did it or something. One of their scientists did, and now that's the new Space Marines that Games Workshop is pushing. Well, they got to sell. They got to sell him some more. Is a uh, you know. Thanks. Yeah, they got. They just got more stuff. Well, no, no, Who knows? Well, they got, put more gotta, stuff in them. We got to let Burke finish. I want to know what all these guys are. Oh, the <laughs> custodes there. That's the uh, that's the Space Marines developed for the specific purpose of protecting the God Emperor. That's what they're. That's why they're oh. like the cream of the crop, most badass you can imagine. 
the guy next to him, that's your typical Primarch. So those are like the demigods of Warhammer. Okay. And the guy next to him is just a very big Primarch. <laughs> is that what it means with Vulcan? That's just like the bigger Yeah, version? it's Vulcan. Yeah, he's just a really big one. Okay. Uh, and then And then lastly is... The Emperor, or at least how the Emperor wishes us to see him as. Yeah, I mean, at this yeah. point, the Emperor is just like a quivering mound of flesh with a thousand tubes in him, right? I mean, like... Yeah, but back in the, yeah. during the Horus Heresy, he was walking around and fighting with the Space Marines. and But, yeah. you know, the, the fun lore aspect of it is, is, is he actually 15 feet, or is that just what he wants you to see him as? Like, we don't know, because his psychic power is so powerful, he can kind of make himself look like anything to you. Random lore thing. Is the Emperor actually conscience in the in the current day and age? Like is he is he more of just a force they're keeping alive to keep the warp and stuff running, or is he just is he like an He's actual conscience. decision? He actually yeah. is, he actually makes decisions and interacts with his environment and talks and stuff like they, that. They have they have some people that actually like sit down and like try to commune with the Emperor to, you know, garner what he what his will is and they try to in, interpret it and then you know, it's like it's like somebody reading a religious text and they're trying to interpret what the word is and then they go off and do their thing. Some of these guys, they don't know, they misinterpret, they don't understand. Um, they actually brought in, because uh, 40K pushing the, their lore forward, they, already, they brought back a Primarch from the Ultramarines, Gilliman. He's back. And he actually walked into the Golden Throne and communed with the Emperor and actually got something back from him. They actually had a conversation. But he says that the Emperor's humanity, after 10,000 years of being in that throne, is gone. And he's much more monotone now, where, it's, where he remembers him being more, uh, you know, guiding. Oh, and, and, and yeah, you know, like more like a father figure. But now he realizes that the Emperor regards him as just a, a tool that was, gone, you know, that was lost that is now found. He doesn't have any kind of emotional connection to Gilliman at all, even though that's his, you know, uh, genetic son in a way. Huh. So, yeah, the storyline is getting very interesting. I'm reading up on it now. I'm starting with the Horus Heresy, reading all those books, and then going into this uh, this crazy, uh, you know, dark Imperium that they started now. So that's the newest so thing. If you if you could yeah. do this for us, Burke, once you once you're done reading all those books and you're fully caught up with the lore, um, if we could bring you back for a special Warhammer <laughs> episode for Space Marine Two, <laughs> and you can just summarize everything you read, beginning to end. Um, in you know about two hours. Yeah, about two hours. No, that's not a, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. We, as Great. long as we play the music from Space Marine to go with it, because I I already went on this epic rant. We were doing Dark Tide, and the chat was like, there was so many people chat like, what's the uh, what's the Emperor? What's uh, what's this? And I was like, oh, you want to know? I'll tell you. And I, <laughs> I added music to my rant and everything. And just went into this epic monologue about the entire thing. Dude, and just had a blast with it. Warhammer lore and Twitch is such a magical thing. Um, I, I recently, for the first time ever, played through Space Marine to, to get ready oh, for Space good. Marine 2. And I have to say, it was, I kid you not, one of the most entertaining streams I've done. Because every single time I would look over in chat, there would be numerous, complete Warhammer nerds paragraphs. exchanging paragraphs of information. No, no, no. Actually, these guys invaded this at this time, so that power armor wasn't yet established because it wasn't found in the homeworld of Zargoth before the uh, the aliens invaded that with the Tyranids. No, 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 that's not right, because the Tyranids already had invaded that world, and they took the power armor and blew up the sun of this system. No, no, but you, you forgot about the ship that was found. And it's just like... So, 
And, I, and I'm just sitting here like I love them is, so much, man. I love them. They're so fun to talk to. Now, now it's take great. all that and think it. about if someone was making a show based on Warhammer 40k <laughs> and what that know, conversation's going to look like. Because I don't know. Oh, and I, and I don't know if the Havel, internet can exist. Have <laughs> nerds out about that stuff. So the oh, best absolutely. Part about this new yeah. Show is he's going to be at the center of it. He's the one going to be saying no, no, no. And then he's going to be like, okay, what I just said, put that in the show. It's kind of a gamble. <laughs> like if if you think about how uh, Hollywood stars these days try to do everything to like appease as much audience as they can, if he like fucks this up, he could get a lot of hate <laughs> from true. a lot of people. But, hey, apparently that's one of the, that's there were many reasons to be clear, but one of them is that's why he left Witcher. Right. He got he got he got sick of not showing what the Witcher was and right. more catering to. So the fact that he's like at the the, the, the center of, it. of this yeah like i'm really hoping you know if he's in the creative control like and he doesn't have to deal with that i think it's going to make just for a better show i mean yeah. because I, I have to say with witcher it kind of fell apart the more they went like the showy with it yeah um, and i mean now this new witcher show that came out people are just saying don't even bother watching like it doesn't even it doesn't you know it's it's terrible from what i've heard yeah which I is really unfortunate yeah, so yeah no thoughts. Anyway, on sorry, I didn't mean to derail our stuff there. But yeah, Warhammer Warhammer's awesome. The lore is so big and there's so many little bits about it. I am so excited for Space Marine 2. I can't wait to see like it's apparently it's adding to the, the lore and stuff. So that's gonna be when's that come out? It'll be great. Uh tentatively. I think it's this year. Yeah. But I don't know when. Yeah. Okay, they haven't said months. I don't the think year, they've said when. Okay. Yeah, they've said this year though. Yeah. And everything we've seen of it looks good. We rewatched the trailer when I was done with Space Marine One, and man, it it is it's looking good. Looking good. Wait, please, please play Space Marine. If you haven't had a chance, it's, <laughs> it's one of those games that came out through the Xbox 360 era, and it really flew under the radar. You know, uh, it's, oh, it's such a great introduction to, if you don't know what Warhammer is, it's such a great, like, just gore fest of a, you know, giant war machine of a man that just goes ballistic on some orcs, you know, and it's just, it's a good storyline. Music, the soundtrack oh, yeah. to this yeah. day is still... Some of the best music I've ever heard. Operatic like and dramatic. It is, it's it is, super dramatic, man. It's so good. It not only holds up, but it's the kind of thing where you're probably going to want to play it before the second one. If you have any interest in the second one and you've never played the first one, it holds up. It's great. It's a fun experience. And it and you play the same character. So yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a great way to kind of figure out why the second one is the way that it starts and everything. So that's nice. really cool. It was a lot of fun. Cool, cool. Uh, well, it's a big power fantasy. It is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's all Warhammer is, ultimately, yep. uh, at the end a of lot the of day. Ways. Yeah. Uh, jumping into the news, kind of a slower week. Uh, Ubisoft out there doing Ubisoft things, talking about how they are canceling three unannounced games on top of the four canceled in July. Uh, they're planning a $200 million cost reduction, including natural attrition and divesting of non-core assets. Uh, we talked about Skull and Bones. That's delayed. Uh, they talked about Assassin's Creed Mirage is uh, on a, quote, more intimate scale and how that was directly shaped by fans exhausted with enormous RPGs, which I think that's kind of, I, I agree with that. Like the, the past three Assassin's Creed games have actually just been too big to jump into. Like they are so massive in terms of all of that stuff to have like a more, a smaller scale Assassin's Creed game uh is is kind of good if it's like a 20 30 hour maybe even 25 hour right there in the middle be good dude i'd be i'd be into that especially if they can condense the quality 
if that if that's like 25 make it a solid yeah super interesting you know very very cut sceney story heavy twists and turns like that could be that could be a, a honestly that could be like a rebirth for the franchise that could be a huge step forward yeah could be we'll have to see with that uh games done quick is over they raised a total of 2.6 million dollars uh this run uh zeke i know always you staggering yeah it always it always starts off like kind of slow i tune in like uh monday and i'm like oh you know three hundred thousand, and then like it's that friday bump where it just skyrockets like they do like a million in 24 hours or something like that um yeah yeah Zeke, I know you were going to watch. I, I watched one run, which was the uh, the final, uh, final Fantasy fourteen Palace of the Dead run, uh, which was I all knew right. you were going to be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was all right. Uh, it, it was yeah. hard to I think I think for people watching that it was hard to appreciate how challenging what he was actually doing was because it just looked very normal and like he was talking the whole time. It was very nonchalant. Like it's like okay cool this guy's just like clicking some buttons and killing some things but what he did was very very uh impressive uh but that was the only one i watched zeke but for you did you check out anything any any notable runs for you i've I've been watching um uh usually i'll 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 have it on in the background if it's live depending on the run um i'll watch it more intently or not but yeah uh more so like i've i've noticed that i will go to the vods and uh so i can skip the interstitials and the setups and all that kind of shit mm-hmm. and uh but i've been i've been uh making my way through it for, like for the next week i'll probably that's probably will be my my viewing entertainment will be watching the vods of of gdq and stuff yeah um but uh i think <laughs> i absolutely loved that one of my top 10 games of the year was on the awful block, which I thought was hilarious. Wait, what was um, that? Salamander County Public Television. Oh, wait, how do you speed that run? Stupid that's stupid WarioWare. Like, right? oh no, that's a WarioWare no, no, no. game. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's the mini game, ridiculous. Like, I just had so much fun with it. It was so charming, and I just loved it. Uh, they did skip over, like, uh, obviously the speed run. So they skipped over, like, the inner, like, the middle parts. You know, between the games. Um, but the, like that, that was part of the charm. So like a lot of people probably don't understand just by watching it. Like, why would this be on your game of the year list? Cause there's a lot of charm that's missing from like not doing the actual story, but yeah, it was fun to see someone, uh, just speed through some of the games that took me for frustrating ever, uh, to get through. Um, some of them I spent like a, a, a good hour or two on, like, just like trying to get the gold medal. Yeah. And, uh, it was really fun and it was it was fun to see um no context for some of the ridiculous things that were on the screen like you get a little bit of context from the story uh but they're kind like, of skipping the story uh, yeah he's at the end he was like if you want to know why this guy has a giant vacuum hose in his mouth and he's and he's trying to suck up your character model you you got to play the game and i was like you do you really do it's great <laughs> nice um but yeah it was it was fun to see that uh i also got to check out all oh, the mgs3 race that was awesome oh they did a race for it nice yeah yep uh it was it was actually a, f- a fun race to watch because they were doing all camos all face paints so they had to go that's pretty grab, long uh, what, what go out of the way and grab all that shit was that like uh a- i think it was like an hour and a half 
Okay. For some reason, I was like, that's like nine hours. <laughs> nope. I forgot. <laughs> this is GDQ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, and it was on, uh, I think it was still on European Extreme as well. So, like, Fucking it wasn't, hard uh, yeah, the hard mode. So, uh, but they, they, the, the lead changed hands a couple of times. You know, uh, some people like took a, took a death or, or, you know, accidental fuck up or something like that. But it was, it was a fun race to watch. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Nice. Um, did they, did they but, list like the fastest game? Like, like, did they have like a list of like, this was the game that was completed the fastest. And what's curious which that, which that one is. Like, like overall. One. Yeah. Uh, oh, they have games that, that last like five, six minutes. Yeah. You know, like speed really? runs that are like, yeah, five or six minutes long. But that's a lot of times it's, it's, uh, because of, of, of like a major glitch in the game where they like, uh, sometimes like there are certain like long, long games that you can beat, like beat in, in mere minutes because of like how the game is set up, like the map overlays. So if you, if you confuse the game into thinking that this map is the final map of the game, you can like, uh, you know, clip into the wall or whatever, and then like get to the final area of the game, like immediately, like that happens all the time. Yeah. Um, but my favorite ones are to watch are the, like the hundred percent all collectibles, whatever, like those kind of runs, because it kind of forces the player to to explore most of the game. So it's gonna be like you could be like final. What is it, Far Cry Five, where you could beat it really fast if you just stay at the table, something like that. I mean, <laughs> here's an yeah. example, uh, Burke. The the Elden Ring speed run right now is nineteen minutes forty nine seconds. What? How? <laughs> like, what yeah. They just, go big and do they just the run straight. Boss? Yeah, yeah. Like it's got how, a. How do you... It's using the weapon swap chainsaw glitch, which I don't know anything about that route. I just know that's the current world record <laughs> on speedrun.com. Any percent. So, I don't even oh know my what that goodness. Means. Yeah. That, that if you wanna if you wanna see games glitched out like to the max, like just ignoring anything in the game, you wanna look for any percent runs. Any percent runs mean anything goes get to the get to the credits of the game as fast as possible no matter what no rules no nothing yeah so like you'll see some any percent runs of games that take you 100 hours just like jb said take you 19 minutes yeah i'm trying to look for other games that uh burke would be familiar with um cuphead any percent is 28 minutes that's some probably hardest difficulty as well Wow. Um, I'm just sorting by like most popular on their on the speedrun.com site. What is it? Why do they have it? What is the League of Legends speedrun? Weird. It's like it's sometimes you have to put it, it's how quickly you can get to a point where you just want to alt F4 and never play. We just don't want to play again. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Burnt no, some Nate. games like that. Like uh, ongoing games or like games that don't actually have an end, like they they put caveats like like Final Fantasy fourteen. They put like right, yeah. They make know, a speed. This run. is what this is the speed run is the, of what we're doing. We're taking this chunk. Yeah, Here's, is there a story mode in League of Legends? No, not not okay. in like the main not yet League of Legends game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's coming. Yeah, <laughs> MMO uh, is coming next, and then who knows what's after that? Yeah, uh, live action. Co, I didn't know this. I'm I'm just looking at random games now on speedrun.com. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, 8 hours, 12 minutes. 
I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> that came... it, would, it would just have to be running literally directly to every point. Like, what difficulty is that? Uh, it's any percent it's any on percent? normal. Uh, on hard, it's on 11 normal? hour 28. That's still really impressive. Yeah, most of them grind at all. There has uh, to be some kind of like combat trick they're doing or something. On I don't know. On uh, easy, yeah. it's five hour forty two. So difficult. Oh, does also, play chat's well. bringing up the good point. They just skip every cutscene, and that's like a huge bulk of the the time. Yeah, um, I mean, still though, that game is is very so long, very very, yeah. very long. Yeah. yeah. By anyway, the way, um, before before we minutes. move on too too far from this, quick quick question for Burke. Um, as a huge Warhammer fan. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wait wait it's actually game wait. it's game yeah related. a bit of a warhammer fan man L- a little uh, bit a little, a little bit. bit here well here here's somebody asked this in chat and i realized i had no idea on this either so as as you guys know i'm a huge crpg fan i, I feel mm-hmm. in many ways they they give you the oh, most trader. lore the most story that yes like i know crpgs aren't really your thing but i mean rogue trader is going to be like one of the most giant lore filled Warhammer 40 game games ever made. Like, are you, are you following so, that one? Are you looking at that one? So, uh, CRPGs actually are my thing. I absolutely love them. The problem is that I can't stream them. Well, the problem I can't stream them well is because I'm dyslexic. So when they're, when they're not fully voiced and I have to like do that, cause it's, does it make for a good stream to just sit there quietly and read, you know, I have to I, read I it you. out loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I, and I, and it, uh, man, it just, it, it just messes with me and it makes me yawn. And it just, you know, chats, it's like, oh, he's so bored. Cause I'm yawning. Cause I'm reading, you know, but I love I, them. I just, I get it. during <laughs> December, I just bought like, <laughs> I think I bought like 20 CRPGs to add to my list. Cause I'm gonna play them on my steam deck. But, uh, no, I absolutely love CRPGs. I grew up playing those games. So, uh, rogue trader, when I played it and I told every time I was playing with chat, I was like, this, this is, this is, this is it. This is like the Warhammer experience because it's dropping lore you know you, you got you got all these characters you had a battle sister there you had like the the, the navigator is there and they're just like you know for the god emperor you know it's like <laughs> it so that's so cool perfect. okay i just wanted to make sure it was on your radar and everything it sounds like it totally is so yeah that's great i mean I, I played fantastic. through the entire uh, little pre-alpha thing i had to pull myself away from it and like did you get to like the ship combat and everything no, I didn't get to the ship combat. There no. is actual sh- turn-based ship combat. So you get to, like, you have your little ship versus enemy ships, and you have to, like, turn it and rotate it and fire off your broadsides, and, like, you have moves. Oh, and each wow. of your, uh, it's It is so cool. So, yeah, it is it is definitely going to be, I think, one of the more iconic. The atmosphere so good to know it's on your radar. Top, top tier. Like, they <clears> did so good with the atmosphere. With, the, like, you know, you're in the streets of warhammer 40k see like the slums of the people are like i just want to serve the emperor by cleaning up this this trash on the ground that's what i'm here to do i'm gonna clean that trash they're like good 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 for you buddy you know like <laughs> i love that good game awesome. man i they, you know they got a collector's edition oh i know that has a really <laughs> nice model <laughs> this man just said by the way co they have a collector's edition but funny, funny story. They actually debuted that on my stream. Oh, <laughs> oh nice! Oh yeah, man, it was. It was. Yeah, it was I. I'm I, I am. I'm kind of a. I'm kind of an Owlcat fan. So I'm. I'm pretty. And I, I. I want to get a hold of Games Workshop. Like I know they work with creators. I've. And it's like. We've, how do I, I open this door? I think a sponsor stream. <laughs> you know? Sponsor stream for them for um, whatever their like most recent. Balls. 
uh, yeah, you did thing. like an actual games workshop sponsor stream. I like for a video game, but like, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was for their I, fantasy yeah. thing that I just can't remember the name of. Uh, it was it wasn't forty k stuff. Um, Crindor, I don't know if you know who he is, uh, Burke, but he does a lot of stuff with them as well. Um, like the the sponsor that Age I did which was there you go. Yeah, it was for it was for Skulls. It was the Skulls event. They uh, where they you know all, all the Warhammer games go on sale, and I there was a third party guy. And he was the one handling Games Workshop. And I was like, hey, could I, could I talk, you know, hey, just say hi to him. You know, can I just like, hey, you know, what's up, Games Workshop? And he was like, <laughs> sure, bud. Never heard from him. Like, it never happened. It's like, you know, sometimes people like take their, their contacts and they're like, no, these are mine. You don't, get to, you don't well, get to do nothing with this, you know. I mean, essentially what you said, hey, can I cut you out of the business and just talk straight to them? That's how he took oh, that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I guess yeah, he probably did. Where I was just wondering. Why, why out, in the like, world hey, would he be like, sure, Bert? <laughs> I'll make no money off of this. Here you go. <laughs> this was not in his business. Uh, but yeah, you should be able to find the context for that, I would think. Uh, they're, they're being more, from what I've seen, they're much more open to uh, to that type of stuff, where they were very closed off in the past. But, yeah. Yeah. Hey, with, with how many games they make that have a 40K thing attached to it, just say you're making a game, and you'll probably find <laughs> someone. Just go on that down to is- Walmart. You can get you can get some orange juice, some milk, and the IP license for the next game from Game yeah. Workshop. It's right there next to the oranges. Yeah, um, about six bucks. It's not that. It's just just a mobile. I do have game. an idea. They could make 40k a a game on Steam, make it free to play, and if they want people to play 40k, they buy their army packs. Oh, yeah, like so they, they got the digital think, armor stuff. I think a 40k extraction shooter is a no brainer. Going to into derelict parts of a hive city, like going it, like dropping it at different points, you know, grabbing yeah. as much loot and stuff, and getting out as you can, having mutants yeah. and all sorts of and tyranids and shit all over the place as NPCs fighting PvPVE. It's lore friendly too. Class. They're going it's, to it's, seriously, it's a hundred percent lore friendly. I mean, <laughs> a, a, a Warhammer extraction shooter would just be printing money if they made it properly. Dude, there's um, a game called oh, yeah. uh, uh, Moonbreaker. Forty forty K Tarkov. Yeah, chat. Do you, is it called Moonbreaker? I think it's called Moonbreaker. That's early access. Man, it's a board game. It's literally a board game video game. It's 40k, and, and oh, I yeah, think it's yeah, almost yeah. like a proof of concept of a 40k game. They drop the model, and the model moves like a 40k. It's like, oh, you know, there's yeah, no, that's, there's no XCOM stuff to that's it. Brandon it's like Sanderson. Moon, Moonbreaker. That. Moonbreaker is the is the game from the Subnautica devs. Yeah, that's their next big game. Is yep. Moonbreaker? Dude, it was very fun because like it. I'm playing this, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish they would get the 40K license so that we could just do that. And even paint the models, dude. And you, you take your the model, and you paint it in your own, stu- you know, your own uh, inside the game. And then when you play against other people, it's your model that was painted. I don't know if they've ever specifically said it, but in all of the interviews, the, the big mastermind behind Moonbreaker always talks about how much he loved to play the miniature games. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so yeah. it's like I don't know if you've I don't know if you've ever says said Warhammer, but it's it's very clearly like an homage to Warhammer in, in video game for sure. It does of course it has the, the master it has Brandon Sanderson writing the lore, who is, you know, of course a literary powerhouse these days. Yeah. So he he is yeah, it's it's a cool aspect of this is that it does all the rules that you would have to like, you know, do with the measuring stick and all that stuff. It does it all instantly for you. So it tells you, hey, you could move here in, uh, in all this area. You could move, but you don't have to go to your max length. You could go over here to get behind cover, or you could go over here and do that. So I'm like, dude, this is this could be 40k. The only thing, I, my only criticism was that I, I I wish it wasn't like just straight models. 
You know, like like I would rather them be animated. You know, like have them like battle chess. Remember how battle chess was? Like, yes, oh, it is yeah, a pawn, the but day. they're kind of like like they're like they're alive. You know, and they're getting ready to fight. You know, like I would have them animated so that you just feel more immersed with what you're using. You know, hundred percent. That's all I was. And what's kind of funny is what you were talking about wanting to do in your physical thing is kind of exactly what they do in this game you do an attack and it yeah. zooms in and swirls around them and shows the attack go off and stuff and exactly it's, it's doing it's doing all the, the right thing in that regard what's kind of interesting is when they announced this game like I, I remember when i first saw the preview and they were like from the devs of subnautica and i was like oh and then they explained the game and i was like oh because i'm not really <laughs> into that normally and i was kind of like and and i've ever since that day wondered like how is this game doing like i'm very curious like it are a lot of people playing it is it catching on is it is it performing as they're hoping it is i'm i'm very i'm like i I always check every so often their twitter and stuff to see if there's like an update on on how it's going because it is uh yeah speaking of which real quick in chat are any of you like playing this game like is it it's very positive it's out right now yeah it's it's early access on steam it's got 517 reviews very positive uh both recent and all uh it looks like their release date is september 29th oh sorry that's when it went into early access was september 29th i don't think i think it's it's early access and i don't think it has a release date yet yeah yeah no no like one i played a couple hours of it yeah 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 i liked it it was all right but i i i want to echo what burke said like when you said battle chess i was like oh yeah because <laughs> i remember you would move the pieces around and then like the the castle would like morph into this like rock monster and like yeah yeah he would like eat, wouldn't he eat the queen if you actually t- if you were just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, yep. dude, that was so good that was so good like this is a great is that what you concept? just said that's what i just said <laughs> okay yeah i was i was I was literally like Delay. doing that as you said it. Yeah, that's that's kind <laughs> of. Yeah, I'd like to take this game, like hire these people to make a Warhammer 40k based board game, like just like this. Like, don't change anything except make them animated. So, like when a Space Marine would, like you know, I'm attacking this Tyranid player, like actually animate that it would come in and like, ah, you know. And then I, you know, I've argued this with Chat because you got to make it something that'd be interesting to Games Workshop because they're always worried that if they make 40k as a video game then it's going to take away from the models game and i don't see that as a you know real threat to them uh, i mean they it, could make I it literally just expanding their us... player base right i have no interest in having yeah. models in my room but if i could get exactly. them and it would be a digital component i might right like I... First gamers would be irritated but like you know make it free to play give us all starting armies and if i want to then you could do the same model that they do for the board game in the sense that i if i want a carnifex well then you know, that'd be like a three ninety nine purchase and I can add a carn effects to my army or, you know, it's in it, if they make it all point based, then it doesn't it's not really pay to win because the points make it that they can't be pay to win because whatever your point system is that you go into a battle limits what you can actually field on the on the battle. So, like, whoever fights what you could do it that way. I don't know something to, about- to make it more enticing for them to do it. I don't know. Interesting little side note, by the way. Uh, right now, for reference, there's about 7,100 people playing Subnautica. Um, there are 15 people playing. Yikes. Okay. Well, I will. maybe so, not doing that great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that might just show, like, the... the I don't know. I, I wonder how much actual, like, Warhammer 40K people venture outside of the Warhammer 40K thing for the same type of product if that makes sense 
And it's it's also there, there's there's this interesting cannibalization aspect where it's like if people wanted to play with miniatures, I think a lot of the reasons that people want to do that is because they're physically in front of them. They're when they paint yeah. the miniature, that's their miniature, you know. So it's kind of like it, I, I wonder I wonder if it's kind of suffering from that where if, if where the people that would play it are kind of like well if I'm going to do this anyway I'd rather do it right here in front of me not in a video game so JP you got to show the the Horus ascended uh, model that they just just freaking released <laughs> cuz like Warhammer is like really focused on the Horus Heresy board game now like it's like they got 40k which is like been around for so long they're like so those who are you don't know where to start, right? Because it's it's so massive. So they're like, well, you can start in the Horus Heresy now. You buy this one box set, get these books, mm-hmm. and get these models. And it's you know, I think the rules are even a little bit you're more simplified. But yes, <laughs> how big that is, is that dude, though, scale? I love the base. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> that that is, is that is literally one unit. In, in 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 the Horus Heresy, that that is Horus himself. Oh, he's I a Primarch. It. He's the War Master of Chaos. Literally, at this point in his life, he's like the equal to the Emperor himself, practically. So, uh, this model alone is like I don't know. I think if it's like a thousand point army, this is like four hundred or four hundred and fifty points model or something. Maybe somebody check and correct me, but like it's he's such. I don't know. I think it's like. I don't like you saw the the diagram. He's obviously bigger than a space ring, but he's also a Primarch. He's also infused with chaos at this point, so he's even bigger. I, I don't remember the 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 dim- dimensions of this thing, but it's it's a huge. It's about the size of the palm of your hand. Wow, but that's the, the length of a hand. Yeah, basically, it's like that. You know, just sitting on your so table. If 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 uh if if he would be like the size of your hand, aren't there some Warhammer units that are like like I remember in space in Space Marine? Well, Titans huge. one. Yeah, like yes. Titans and stuff like that. Can you actually play with those in the miniature thing? Are they like, oh yeah, like huge? Some Aren't... Titans you can. I think there's like the uh, I remember uh, what is it called the War something or War Dog Warhound. It's like some not all Titans. Some yeah. Titans like would be the size that you all you would see is the foot. Yeah, on your, Jeff, on your board. Oh, yeah, you know? Jeff yeah, had a Titan. It. It's just so big. Jeff would joke that he was going to sleep and he would put his Titan in bed next to him. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody actually tried to make a Titan that big. It's on YouTube. Like he's creating it from foam to be a piece on his. Board. Oh yeah, I mean they're they're. <laughs> I want to say like dude. a Titan full. Like he he talked about it, it was like several thousand dollars. When he there's got his. um, there there are some Titans that can't be on the battle. There's there's like the warlords, like Sir Chat saying. There's some that are like kind of like miniature Titans that walk around on a field of battle that you could do in 40k. But uh, it's the smallest one possible. The best example I can give to people in chat is imagine taking like a, a, a three-inch miniature like this, you know, for your Warhammer board game, and you put it on the floor and you stand next to it, you're a Titan. Like, that's how big it is. You know, like you're the, yeah, you're the, gigantic. the unit of a Titan. In, in, really in Warhammer, massive. in Space Marine, they I think they mentioned at one point that the that. Titan needs 150 staff to operate or something like that. Like, it was, it was yeah. some crazy high number. That's a warlord titan. I don't know how actually big that is, but you can kind of see how big it is in the corner of a room. Yeah, that I've That's actually seen you. something like that on on the on the tabletop before. I've seen that. Like I've seen, like it, it was a big tabletop. I, I've seen it at Gen Con where like they have these huge board. That some guy's got a titan, another guy's got like a, a chaos titan and stuff like that, and they're just kind of fighting at each other. Yeah, what is this? Um, Mars pattern warlord. Yeah, there it is. Forge World makes a lot of these. It's like oh, one thousand okay. seven hundred dollars. That sounds about right. Yeah. 
Because I think the painting aspect is also why they get so expensive. Because most people don't want to paint this themselves. They try to get like a master painter to do it, so they don't fuck yeah. it up. Because it's so much, so much so actual much money. Uh, money to get it to begin with. Yeah, they paint these in sections too, and they have to attach it in sections. So, yeah, it's pretty wild. It's, this, <laughs> this is the quite the deep rabbit hole that we uh, we can jump <laughs> into because there's there's so many items. Every Warhammer is a game that is very much like. You know, well, I've got a pistol. And this guy's, well, I've got an assault rifle. Oh, well, I've got a, a bazooka. Oh, well, I've got a nuclear weapon. Oh, well, and I've got this giant titan. Well, yeah, well, I've got a planet that's a titan. You know, like, everything just gets keeps escalating and escalating. Oh, gosh, that's the really, that's the one, one of the ones that, like, its toe would be the size of our board game. Like, that's all you would see is its little toe down there. Yeah. So oh, that's cute. the one with the cathedral on its back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imperial, I think it's called the Imperial Imper- uh, Battle Imperator Titan. Or something like Titan that. Is Emperor I, Titan. Yeah. There's a lot of those. Yeah, that's, a lot of people that have uh, colored or painted that one different different colors, whatnot. It just gets so much more and more and more and more crazy as you go down that rabbit hole. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I am, as the host, I am ending Warhammer discussion unless you have a final comment. <laughs> I will straight up meet your mic because I don't want to spend any more time <laughs> discussing it <laughs> after this point. But if you have anything else to say, we could do it right now. I just don't want to I jump to another know. topic and then come back to it. Play Space Marine. <laughs> there you go. Play Space Marine. Space Marine. <laughs> Wrap it up with that. Uh, cool. What else is there in terms of uh, Xbox Bethesda got an event January 25th uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, they said Starfield that, is getting its own event. Yes. Elder Scrolls yeah. Online, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and Redfall uh, will be on that 25th event. They didn't say when the Starfield event is, right, Co? Just that it's nope, getting its it. own event? Okay. It's going to get its own event. Yeah. Basically, they, they wanted to be like, don't show up for that if that's what you want. <laughs> right. it's not going to be here. Yeah. Um, Red, <clears throat> Redfall is probably the one I'm most interested in. I think most people Same. are interested in just because you want to see what it is. Uh, they had that one gameplay moment shown and then they kind of came back and said like yeah what we showed really wasn't necessarily it was the game but it's not like the full game um so yeah, isn't that the left for so, dead styles with zombies okay vampires? it's not that's the so thing ACG, not acg came out with a like this could save that whole thing situation so basically it, it the the previous came out it looked like a generic bobo co-op shooter we've seen it before back for blood being the most recent one you know like cool people that like that stuff will probably like it whatever but then they came back and said, no, 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 it's a cooperative shooter, but don't think Left 4 Dead, think Far Cry. So they're, it's, it's not going to be what I think a lot of people, including myself, thought it was going to be. They're Same, doing yeah. something different with it. Um, so, and, and, and again, ACG, who's a big YouTube guy, has apparently taken a, you know, seen a look at it, and he's like, this is, this is something special. So, um, okay. you know, hopefully it's going to be Awesome. I mean, our arcane when arcane does when arcane is good, it's generally great. Um, so hopefully that's going to be this kind of situation as well. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. It looks fun. I, you know, I I know the entire late shift wants to play it, so well, I'm down to do it. It looks like a lot of a good fun time. Yeah, as long as you don't like with them saying it's more Far Cry, that makes it to me that means that it's you're not going to have to like go out of a level to go to a hub 
the game just kind of continues is is what that means to me. Uh, and that's more exciting than like, all right, let's load into the same mission we've played six times, but this time there's more multipliers and there's going to be a horde guy that's going to be bigger type deal. Uh, if, also, if, it generally means more this. open world approaches to situations. Instead yeah. of like, like Left 4 Dead and Back for Blood games are very kind of corridory, like yes. get from one place to another and, you know, deal with all the events in the little area you find them in. But a, a Far Cry situation is much more, you know, an event is in the middle of a field and you choose which direction you want to come in and how you want to engage mm-hmm. it and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's it's much, <clears throat> much more interested in it after hearing that. Because when they first showed this, I was like, oh, it's just it's left. It's back for blood. It's left for dead. It's it's the same game we've played as not a fan of that series. It's the same game that's been released 30 times now, <laughs> like a different corridor. So uh, we'll, we'll see what they show on the 25th uh, with this, as well as the other three games uh, that they mentioned. I don't think there's going to be anything else there um, outside of those four games. So I don't think any like big re- uh, announcements or, or uh, reveals or anything on that event. Um but we'll always be keeping an eye out for the Starfield thing. And then I'm sure they're going to do something in June with, you know, the normal E3 schedule. Uh, that is once again on the 25th at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern for uh, Xbox. Uh, Stadia is shutting down this week on the 18th at uh, 11.59 Pacific. They came out and said that they will be releasing an update to manually enable Bluetooth on the Stadia controllers. Because I guess if you don't have that, those are just paperweights. Co, you, you did you buy Stadia? Did you get a controller? I did. It's still in the box. Yeah, I still have the <laughs> controller, and I think it's upstairs on a shelf. It got used like once. I don't even know if that controller's good. I don't know if I'm ever going to use that controller ever again. If it's anything like Stadia, no. Yeah, it's probably not great. It's probably not great. They kind of shut themselves in the foot though by making you buy the games through them. You know. Yeah. To be fair, they shot themselves in the foot by making Stadia. That it just it didn't uh, I don't know. There's a lot of problems with it, a lot of a lot of issues. That was one of them, though, for sure, Burke, uh, where you had to buy the. Maybe yeah, the you, then you had side. to buy it twice if you really liked the game. You know, you wanted to play it on a computer. It's like, eh. yeah, I like the way the, the part about Stadia. The part about Stadia that was so incredibly ridiculous is that it is the literal exact same thing that has been tried so many times before. It didn't address any of the problems that the previous ones failed at. And then it basically failed for all the same reasons. Yeah. And like, right when it came out, we were all like, yep, this is going to fail because <laughs> it has so many times in the past and Google's not doing anything to fix it. And then they did everything they could to keep it alive for as long as possible. And then finally it failed. Yeah. It's like all the yeah. other ones for the exact same reasons. <laughs> it's just like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, what a time uh, we live in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in that like world, uh, games for windows is, is, or not games for windows. Jesus Christ. Uh, Nvidia's thing, whatever. GeForce now. Yeah. GeForce it's, now. It's yeah, king yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. It's freaking king. Yep. Yeah. It's very good. I use it all the time, all the time. Yeah. It's just too easy. It, it's the click it. Pl- I'm playing, you know, like it's, I, I got nothing. There's nothing negative. I have no negative to say about it. It's just, it just, it's like Don Howard. It just works. You know, like, <laughs> Have you used the? And it wasn't uh, a bad Todd Howard, I gotta say. Yeah. Have you used the? Uh, G- G- Force Now is good. 
I th- didn't they just announce there's like a 4K version of it now that uses a 4090 and whatever yeah. server you're connecting to? Have you used that? They got rid of their, they got rid of their 3080 uh, membership servers. And they're just or renaming it to the ultimate, and that's you uh, know it's 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 smart because then they don't have to change the name every time a new card comes out. So you just call it the ultimate. Right. It's GeForce. The graphics are always they're always going to use you know for the, for their most top end card because they're sticklers about the graphics, and that's you know I always tell Chad like it's always going to look good. Well, do you, 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 you may you may want to hashtag ad at the end of this but <laughs> oh yeah he does do some sponsors <laughs> i do i do i do <laughs> yeah. it's it like a GeForce now partner yeah <laughs> it's the best thing since sliced bread it is absolutely amazing <laughs> you should go buy it right now <laughs> uh it's that's true, that's true. i the, I did a couple of sponsor streams for them, and it it it, it is fucking great. I've, it's a great service. Gas Mexican says the same thing. Yeah. Like he rants and raves about it nonstop. Yeah, even and, if and he is kudos, sponsored. Kudos <laughs> to them. I mean, they they stuck. With, they kept iterating the technology. They kept making it better. Yeah. They focused on the inherent issues, which was getting the latency down, making sure it works locally, like making it so you have lots of options in how you use it. And they just like kept developing the tech instead of what Google did, which is essentially just try to just license it and then just push it as hard as they can down our throats. Like yeah. it's nice to see like G force is really sticking with it. And most importantly, giving it the resources it needs to kind of survive. Um, and it is, and it's, it's pretty much the top dog in this category right now. So we're powered to him. Yeah. I've told him, like, from my chat, asking the real questions. Can you play CD ROMs on it? So. <laughs> no, yeah, true. I'm just waiting for them to like, like the ultimate device, right? Like I, I imagine when they, uh, like they already, they already have, uh, a, a dedicated streaming device from like the Logitech G Cloud, right? That's a thing now. Yeah, like, it's like a little handheld thing, right? Yeah, a little handheld, and it's just for streaming. But like, when the Steam Deck has a dedicated GeForce Now app, like phew, that's that's that that's that's rip. You know, like it's it's gonna be an incredible device at that point. Yeah, and uh, to be honest, the Steam Deck already is insane to begin with, yeah. just for value. Um, do do you have any like 4K devices that you've done the 4K? GeForce Now stuff with. I'm just curious how that runs and what, what it looks like and all that stuff. Uh, hashtag act. But uh, it, I got the... Well, I, <laughs> I, I'm just curious yeah, how it looks on like a proper, like an actual 4K right. input. So you know that I've got that, uh, I think, I don't, I don't know if I told you or not, but I have that 120 uh, inch like theater screen that I uh, I put in there. The projector or whatever? I you guys about. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. like an ultra short throw projector, right? Yeah, yeah. And I got 120 inch and so you just put that right up against your wall and it somehow magic, it shoots to screen up there yeah when you run the nvidia shield through that you can run through geforce now you can have 4k resolution on that 120 inch screen right put this screen on game mode and you're having a blast yeah just like yeah it works (laughs) so are the games running natively in 4k then or is it upscaled i don't know that i don't know the answer to that all i know is that on their 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 store is like well no i guess it is it's on on their on their pod it's running at 4k right and then the stream just puts it up as 4K. So I'm pretty sure it does run natively at 4K. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Kind of want to test that. Just see how it, how it handles. It's fun. Yeah. How it goes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry, else? my dogs are flipping out. I apologize. I forgot to mute. No. <laughs> there they go again. There they go again. Yeah. It's not, it's not that loud. You don't need to worry about it. Okay. Uh, Kill, you probably got hit up the most about this. A new single player Mech Warrior games in development. What What do you did you do the research on this? Because I just saw the headline. Uh, um, I mean, I was really excited for, I think it was MechWarrior 5 was yeah. the last one. Um, Mercenaries. I played it. Yeah. I played it with, with my mods for a little bit. And honestly, I was kind of underwhelmed. Um, <clears throat> it was very cookie cutter. 
It's very safe. Um, pretty much like some stuff that I really didn't like about it. They, they actually have fixed it since then. But like one thing that was driving me crazy when I was playing it is, you know, you'd be running towards an objective and it would be like enemies have spawned and they'd be behind you where you just ran from. And I mean, there were all sorts of just little things about it that, that made me play it for a couple of days. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. So granted, it's had a lot of patches and changes since then. And I am due to go back. I, I can't say I'm the company that's making it is Piranha Bytes. Yeah, uh, or not, not, it's not Piranha, excuse me, Piranha Bytes is something different. It's, I think it's Piranha something else. I think it's just uh, Piranha, yeah, anyway, at least according it's just to this Piranha. quote. Yeah. yeah, but it's the same, it's the same company. And, and I'm, I'm Piranha not, super, thank you, there we go. I'm not super excited for it. I mean, I'm, abs- I'm absolutely going to try it just because, you know, I'm, I'm a huge mecha buff and I love that stuff. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to be doing to push things forward. Um, I haven't looked into it that much yet, but if they're going to be doing like cool things, you know, to, to make it more interesting and stuff, that's great. If it's just going to be more of MechWarrior 5, then it's kind of like, eh, you know, I, I, I had that flavor and it was all right. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with it and how they're going to push it forward. Yeah. So, uh, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be blunt. Not a lot of hype behind it. Okay. Um, I've probably been asked like three or four times. The games president, uh, or sorry, the president of Piranha Games, Russ Bullock, was uh, doing an interview with, I think, Video Games Chronicle. Um, he says, everyone knows that we have DLC 4 coming out for MechWarrior 5, and there's another MechWarrior game in development at Piranha. Uh, explaining that the game is uh, another single-player title, Bullock clarified, it's not MechWarrior Online 2. It's uh, it's not the successor to MechWarrior Online. It's not an online PvP game. Think of it more in line with MechWarrior 5, but a standalone game, a standalone product. So I guess that's an exclusive uh, announcement for you, but that's all I have to say for now. Um, in terms of it being so officially Mech revealed, six? I guess, yeah, it'll be announced later. Don't know if I had to guess. It may be even to, uh, uh, until, oh, who knows, somewhere in 2023, maybe, maybe even as late as the fall, like September or something. I don't know why he's being so <laughs> very uh, non-committal Casual. to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it'll be a while. Uh, you'll have to wait around to see how it is. But yeah, more in line with Mech Warrior That's, 5 type experience, meaning it'll be the game that comes out on all the platforms, PC and console. It'll follow more of a single player co-op type they pathway. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird they wouldn't just say Mech Warrior 6. I, I don't know. Because they were all about Mech Warrior 5 when Who, they announced that project. Do they own the Mech Warrior IP? Is there like a, a parent company that owns that? I don't think they own it. I think they own. I think they're the the license holder. It might be right? a license. I think they license then. it. Yeah, that, that's probably. I, but why I they don't can't think they it. hold it. I I agree with everything Co said about MechWarrior Five, but I will say that they, the game definitely has improved. And I don't, Co. Do you like modding your games at all? You like modding them before you get into sometimes. It? I prefer vanilla, but you know, sometimes mods like make games. Um, and it's sounding from from the look on chat when I've been talking about this, it looks like modding MechWarrior Five is definitely the way to go. Yes, uh, we did that as a, a we did a late shift run of MechWarrior Five, and that was a lot of fun. Like we yep. actually just modded the heck out of it and just went into it and had a blast with it. But uh, it, it's definitely improved, you know, like like some of the problems that I had with it when it initially launched. But it's gotten a lot better now. It's it's definitely. I mean, if, it's good if you if you have a group of friends that can just get in there and just have a blast. Like I don't feel like it's as good as a single player solo experience. As much as it is, like, get four friends together and just go have some fun. Never played it? Especially with if you get the, the multiplayer mod that allows the... So that when people... It's like one of the annoying things. It's like the, the, the person who hosts the game, they see everything. 
they see the shop, they see uh, the the cutscenes and all that stuff. So they had to make a mod to make it so that the other four, the other three players, can actually see that stuff as well. And it's like, come on, guys, like that should be in the game, you know? Like no one should have to mod that, you know? Yeah, that's kind of it's kind of rough. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, kind of the elephant in the room in terms of uh, news this past week uh, that we haven't discussed yet. Uh, this whole like Wizards of the Coast OGL thing. Uh, oh man, their press release. I mean, there's a lot. I had had this explained to me by Gassy, so I didn't understand what was going on. There's a lot going on. So it it initially broke on Gizmodo, uh, a journalist by the name of Linda Codega, who has uh, made a lot of reporting on this whole subject. She initially broke the story of the OGL uh, 1.1A thing, uh, which is now, uh, I guess, called OGL 2.0 which has a ton of changes in it, uh, none of which uh, the community was uh, particularly happy about. Uh, I won't go into the specifics because I don't want to mess them up, but there are a lot of changes that people just ultimately were like, yeah, this is going to kill D&D. Like, I'm going to go play something else. Um, and they that came out around like the 4th of January um, or rumors about it started circling around the 4th. I think they got the actual... Um, document the ogl 2.1 or 2.0 uh document itself the draft his wizards is now calling it uh was circulating and they Even were kind of dark for it a was while. given out to sign to yeah. people in that state yes they then went later called it a draft yeah and it's like so you were having people sign a draft yeah like because that's why it leaked because you were asking for signatures um, um yeah. yeah so they uh linda was was Reporting on this nonstop, uh, and they have a, a fantastic Twitter account that is following every single aspect of it. Um, so that came out. Wizards was completely dark. They had a tweet come out, I think, uh, that said, like, we know you want to talk about it. Uh, we know you want us to say something about it, but we don't have anything to say um, at the moment. So that released. That just pissed the community off even more so. Uh, and it was kind of at, like a fever pitch when all that stuff happened. Paizo came out. I absolutely love that you have a command for that in your chat, dude. That made me giggle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh dude. It, it was like the I'm I, rubber, your glue defense. Well, let like, me, let me, we'll get like, to it. Like, don't, don't jump the gun. We so, want. Let's get to that. Let's get Timeline to that. Timeline-wise, okay, 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 okay. uh, Paizo came out okay, okay. on Thursday, uh, January 12th, and announced a new uh, neutral open RPG license in what afterwards, it, it's kind of crazy how, like, this Paizo press release is like a masterclass in writing a press release and looking professional while also shitting all over someone else's company. JP, can <laughs> you insane. real quick, for those who don't know, explain the relationship between Paizo and Wizards of the Coast? Uh, sure. Uh, loosely, yes. I won't do the best of jobs. Paizo is a, a, a tabletop RPG uh, publisher, and they publish Pathfinder and uh, Pathfinder 1 and Pathfinder 2. And they were basically formed uh, kind of the last time that Wizards attempted to do similar things that they're trying to do right now. Um, And around D&D 4.0, and this was, I want to say, like early 2000s when all this happened, they split off and did Pathfinder uh, and now also do Pathfinder. And Pathfinder was made under the OGL, which is the license that uh, Wizards of the Coast was uh, utilizing at that point. Um, and so Pathfinder was very successful, uh, when they released and even more successful as time has gone on. And it's really become like an alternative, 
to D and D Fifth Edition. Um, we got one of the biggest CRPGs on Pathfinder, not D and D Pathfinder. Yeah. yeah, Pathfinder, for example, co-mentioned CRPGs. Uh, they've, there's a there's two of them now, right? Co uh, Kingmaker. Uh, there's, was, yep, there's Pathfinder Kingmaker and Pathfinder Wrath of Righteous. Yeah, both yeah. which are phenomenal RPGs and all with Paizo. And they use the Pathfinder license in that. They also make Starfinder, Pathfinder being like fantasy, you know, uh, clerics and fighters and all that. Starfinder being like sci-fi stuff. So they have multiple books. Um, One day a Starfinder CRPG. Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go as well. Uh, so that all happened. And, and I, I highly recommend, uh, if you're at all interested in this, reading the Paizo press release. It is uh, phenomenally written. And whoever wrote this is uh, earning their paycheck and hopefully more. Um, it's just, it's, it's beautifully written. Uh, that being said, the next day, Wizards released their press release on all of this. And everything that Paizo did correctly in their press release, Wizards did the complete opposite <laughs> in their press release. Uh, it's, it's really bad. Uh, what they had to say was not very much, but what they wrote was just like, this is real stupid. It's, really yeah, it's like you remember you remember when Twitch announced the new fifty fifty splits, kind of like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just there's just a lot of things that yeah. could have been vetted a little more, probably a few more people should have put eyes on it and you know approved it. And well, it's it definitely reads to me, and I don't know if this is actually what happened. I have no way of knowing if this is what actually happened. It reads to me like this was a constantly evolving document. It finally reached the C level suite at. Hasbro or, or Watsy or Wizard of the Coast, the people that make D&D um, or publish D&D. It, it reached someone on the C-level team and the C-level team like went in and just like added all this shit and they're like, all right, let's push it live. And people are like, no, no, we're going to push this live. Uh, it contains actual quotes like this. Um, it's clear from the reaction that we rolled a one. It's become clear that it's no longer possible to fully achieve all three goals while still staying true to our principles. So here's what we're doing. Uh, towards the end of it, when they probably should have just ended the actual thing altogether, a couple of last thoughts. And this to me is my favorite aspect of the entire thing. Uh, it says first, we won't be able to release the new OGL today because we need to make sure we get it right, but it is coming. Uh, second, you're going to hear that people say that they won and we lost because making your voices heard forced us to change our plans. Those people will only be half right. They won, and so did we. What? That is, that <laughs> is, that is, you know, I've been, I've been in doing this a long time. That is one of the most heady lines. It's really bad. I've ever seen from a brand. Yeah. In any industry. Pe- people are going to say that, that they won, but hey, hey, we did too. It's like <laughs> we, did we, we did, we did too. And, and cause we're going to make a lot more money <laughs> within context of what they're trying to say. I think they were trying to let the community know, like, thank you for speaking up because of you speaking up. Not only are you going to win, we're going to make a better product, but the way that they said it is just, it, it, it's bad. Like it's absolute it's so fucking incredible. trash. It's absolute it's so, trash. <laughs> you would literally it's it's one of those self-aware wolf moments where they're aware that their PR is terrible. Yeah. They literally said we rolled a one with what we tried to do. And then they end it with one of the worst lines 
that you could put in something like this. It's it's like this weird, like yeah, like how how could you be so aware of your poor delivery and then deliver so poorly? Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, and, and again, I understand so, what they're trying to do, but it it honestly reads like the way that I when I first read through it and talked about it on stream. It read like someone was still a DM stuck in the eighties and was like trying to play like a big bad evil guy from the eighties, and that's what yeah. they wrote. <laughs> it's like, I, I like, I like how someone in chat was like, "At least we can count on them being consistent." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> only ones consistently. Consistently these days is that's a thing. It's good. Yeah. So just so that I understand, it's like uh, obviously this D and D stuff is a uh, is is like blowing up, and I had to have explained it to me. So basically, D and D has been running on open game license. For like what twenty some plus crazy amount of years? It was like cool. yeah, early early two thousands is I think when they announced the OGL one point one point. And so one, so you have people like on Twitch and on YouTube and game devs and Patreons. People games. are just making content. Velasta, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're making games everywhere based on D and D. And so now D and D's like, yeah, we're gonna need somebody to have money. We, yeah, we're changing this entire thing. You all owe well, us money. Yes, they they yeah. decided they decided because they have this new D and D one coming out, and you know they're obviously putting work and time and resources into this. So it got to the point where they were like, okay, we need to get more in between the people who are using what we put the time and money into to make their money. We need to get our hands in those pots. Is essentially yeah. what they're trying to do, and they're being the understand. problem is, and yeah, it makes sense. It's a business trying to have more control over what. They're, they're trying to get more back from what they put in, right? I mean, if yeah. you break it down, it makes sense. The problem is that for every modicum, small micro advancement you use in taking money from people using your thing, that just doubles the amount of tact, professionalism, and, and care you need to put into doing that. Nobody yeah. wants their resources taken from them. So if, if a company is going to step in and say, we want more resources from you, there are a plethora of excellent ways they could have gone about that. Like they could have done something where it's like, okay, we're going to give you way more tools moving forward. We're going to, we're going to give you official licensing and all sorts of great stuff. And we're, you know, we're going to come up with all these new programs you can benefit in that have different ranges based on how much you make and blah, blah, blah. You know, we're going to talk to you about how we're going to build these programs. We can all do it together as a community. But instead (laughs) they did what they're doing and they basically just stood up and said, we're going to take a lot more of your shit. Yeah, and it, it, it is you can't do anything about model, it. Huh? The, <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, and with Tony Soprano just, on everybody, the specifics they, 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 of they're, it. They're strong arming. Yes, you say you say that as a jest, but they're strong arming it. Yes, they are. They are. They are strong arming more money out of the people that that are passionately using their systems to try to generate their own income. So it's 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 a really bad that like you you need such careful, precise PR for something like this. And they're yeah. literally just taking a hatchet and going like, give us money, give us money, give us money. Yeah. And, and nobody, and what do you know? Nobody likes it. What do you know? Right. Who'd have thought nobody likes it. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. well, it, it I goes even the, beyond uh, that. It, it goes beyond the idea that if you made any money, you were going to have to, and you still might even, and we haven't seen the actual new, whatever the document is, that's going to be released 2.0. You were going to have to report how much money you were making to Watsy. And you and still might even that, have they to. Were, <laughs> they, 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 at one point it was like, oh, well, it's only going to be over 750 gross. Yeah. Not, not revenue gross. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, from what I understand and please gurus that are on this, correct me if I'm wrong here, but from what I understand, 
if a company were to make over 750, they would not take a portion of the profit they were making. They would take a portion of the resource, which means they literally, in some situations, could take all the profit that is being made from those projects. Yeah. Literally take all the profit. Yeah. Um, the way that it was written. And it, it was 25% on excess revenue over 750,000, which. Not gross profit. Those revenue. are insane. That's, the, like, yeah, that's the, that's, that's insane. the important line. It, that's, it's just mm-hmm. insane <laughs> how much that is. It's an insane amount. Uh, and, and that's targeting, you know, that's targeting like the critical roles or, uh, the, the, um, the Matt Colville oh. company M- MCDM or yeah. I think is what it is. Yeah. Uh, the people also, that have like giant Kickstarters that do very much cross over that threshold. Um, a lot of people were saying, lot. Oh, this all happened because of critical role. This is critical roles fault, but it's like, if you really don't think that critical role didn't already have like legal understandings with the size that they are, like, I, I think yeah. I'm 99% sure it's not, they're, they're going after the whole pie. They're not going after yeah. the big players. They're going after yeah. the whole shebang. Like they make it, they want more parts of it. Doesn't matter who you are. We want that. Also, uh, kudos to critical role who released probably the most vacuous MDPR thing <laughs> But, but at the same time, it's like, it's like, we just got to say something. We're going to say literally every single thing we can between the lines without actually putting a single thing in it. Yeah. Um, but we're here. It it (laughs) was very much like, God, that statement was very much like, Hey guys, we can't say anything because we have a billion, you know, already ongoing contracts with (laughs) wizard to the coast, but we just want you to know that we're understanding that you want to hear from us. But we're not going to say anything at all. Thank you for reading the statement that <laughs> says absolutely and nothing. And what's great? What's great is they said so little. Yeah. That that you had some people going, "This is literally absolutely nothing," and you had other people being like, "This is a PR masterclass." If you see all the stuff they didn't say, this is literally one of the most well-written pieces. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's the Iliad and there's the critical role response to Watsi. I mean, it's oh, well, that's oh my part god! For the course Listen, critical role. Br- brilliant. My dad is a pretty powerful guy, and I don't want to say his name. But <laughs> let's just pull a name out of a hat and call him Varth Gator. There you go. He's this really <laughs> like super strong guy. Like, and I, I mean, let's just leave it at that, okay? Yeah. It, but no, it, it was uh, it was, was silly. I, at the same time, like I, you, they're in a really awkward position. Like I did. Oh, think absolutely. It was, yeah. it was a whole lot of saying nothing, but I think that it was good that they. At least we're like, we're not being quiet. It's basically what the message was. Is we're not, we're not, we're here and we're paying attention. I think they did like allude to something coming, which I think a lot of people picked up on like, oh, cool. Critical Role is going to make their own system or join up with Paizo or something like that. So, you know, they, they, yeah. they alluded that some, that the gears are turning, but they just didn't say what they're turning towards or why or any of that stuff. But again, they're, they're in a really weird position as probably one of the largest public facing like partners, if you will. Yeah, um, yeah, you know absolutely. that's a, it's it's a bad it's a bad place for them to be in. So you know, you can't you can't Chad really. Example, good point too. Like it seems like like this is something that is not going to go well in U.S. courts either. Because like people they've been operating like this for like twenty plus years, and now you change the rules on people, and it's like that's exactly okay. what Paizo said in their statement. They uh, that's uh, yeah, that was Paizo's um, response. Paizo, uh, this is directly from Paizo's uh, post. It says Paizo does not believe that the OGL one point a can be, quote, deauthorized ever. While we are prepared to argue that point in a court of law if need be, we don't want to have to do that, and we know that many of our fellow publishers are not in the position to do so. Oh, Disney uses that? Oh, that's... 
So all it's going to take is Disney enters the chat and. <laughs> well, I mean, Whatever. they probably have their own separate deals with Watsy yeah. uh, that, that <laughs> supersede all of this. But yeah. Um, yeah, and for the people wondering, this is none of this at all in any way is going to affect Baldur's Gate 3. Larian yeah. had all of its stuff already locked down. This, the, what their stuff has nothing to do with the new OGL. Like that, that is a completely unrelated, different thing. So that is Baldur's Gate 3 is okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're good guys. Well, and good. Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate is a trademark thing. It is directly mm-hmm. related. It is under the umbrella. This is not an offshoot. This is a direct like Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, Wizards of the Coast licensed Larian to make the next Baldur's Gate game. Yeah. It is a it is a yeah. it is a separate, completely separate thing. Yeah. yeah. And also, like I am sure I've seen a lot of people talking about it. The the Legal Eagle has a, a 20, 22, 23 minute like little synopsis about what what it like affects and, and what it doesn't and stuff like that. And the main point that I took away from it is uh it is really, really hard and nigh impossible to legislate legislate rules uh of game systems like yeah. he brought up the the idea of monopoly like you can't call it monopoly but you can have all the rules of monopoly yeah <laughs> there's there's old there's old uh i remember reading about this the old legislation like about sports games and things like that it's one of the reasons licensing is so heavily around the names and things of that nature for that exact same reason yep so it's yeah that's that that would be watsi's not in the best place for that yeah, <laughs> so, Watts is in a bad spot yeah. to begin with. Not, not with especially with how heavy-handed they're being with everything. They don't exactly have a huge amount of like, well, oomph for that. You know, with all this said, like the idea of is Watsy facing any sort of like financial repercussions for this? I think the reason they came out and said something in the post that they did, while I think they were still planning to do it in the first place, I think it was hastily done because on like Thursday or maybe Friday. There was an email that was leaked that essentially said that the higher ups at Watsi only care or have a their like pulse on where they are in at the community is subscriptions to D and D beyond. So that email like got leaked, and so many people were canceling their D and D beyond subscriptions that the page to cancel D and D beyond started four oh fouring. Because it was so much traffic. Wow. <laughs> sure, so it sure it did. Well, that was the other thing. When it when it first started 404, yeah. they were like, they shut it down. Mm-hmm. We can't cancel. Uh, but it was actually yeah. because there was so much traffic going to it. It's too much I, traffic. You can't handle the load. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, a lot of like financial pushback. Not to oh, mention no, the you, amount of Pathfinder books that were sold. stop giving us money? That's terrible. We'll get right <laughs> on oh. it. Yeah. Oh no. We'll put, we'll put top men on that problem. Top men. I will try to fix it immediately. Yeah. By the way, I don't. Did Did you guys know about any of the Magic the Gathering stuff that happened around their 30th anniversary? Did you hear about any of that, like three or four months back? Because I didn't know any of that till I started. I don't think so. Chat started uh, like telling me about it. Say that one more time. Magic the Gathering did a 30th anniversary, and it oh, absolutely yeah. destroyed like any good faith that Magic community has with with watson anymore Wait, what it was a thousand dollar vanity pack essentially that they put on sale and none of the cards could be used within a tournament but they were still like a thousand dollars they weren't like quote-unquote legal tournament cards but they still sold them but they didn't sell yeah. well <laughs> thankfully like there weren't whales to go out and buy them uh, or, or they decided not to essentially, but there was a just huge a amount of pushback. Collector's edition, basically. Yeah, it was like it was. Uh, they were they were very old cards, like uh, 
uh, Black Lotus. Moxes and the Black Lotus. Yeah. 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 Oh, so, you know, oh, like it was famous still cards. random. Yeah, they were booster packs. It was booster packs. Yeah. Oh, I vaguely remember this. Oh, yeah. 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 I vaguely remember this. It was like a big outcry about that because it was like, it felt like NFTs or. There's four packs like for a thousand. That's what it was. Yeah. I think someone did the math. The, the chance of like pulling a Black Lotus was around like $46,000 uh, average or something like that. Uh, just it was it's just insane that that's where they like went with it. Yeah, and, th- and then the other thing was they weren't letting local game stores sell them. You had to buy them straight from the company, like online. No kidding. Lame. Yeah. So even like local game stores got screwed out of that. Uh, it was basically proxy versions of their old sets, not tournament legal. You got four packs of randomized cards for a thousand, and you could get complete chaff. So basically $1,000 at gambling for cards you can't even use. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I remember you couldn't even use the cards in a game. Yeah, or in a tournament. You could you could play with whatever yeah. you wanted as long as, yeah. Just absolutely wild shit. <laughs> play that game with me. I'm a, yeah, that card's banned. Yeah, it's a $1,000 card. You ain't playing with that with me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, it's it's a, it's a fucking shit show of of massive epic proportions the the worst part about this maybe the best part for the community is this is all on the eve of like the big D movie coming out i think in like a month or so uh that has like major what? hollywood star power in it uh is it D movie yeah <laughs> yeah really oh yeah, yeah. Is, it, is it actually called dungeons and dragons 2 yeah i think oh. is there where, a subtitle where? How did this sneak by? I didn't even know there was a D&D I, movie coming out. I didn't out. think it snuck by, uh, but I guess maybe it did. Uh, let's see. Chat, okay, for the a, 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 a thanks, chat. A lot of people in chat are like, wait, what? A movie? Yeah. So thank you. I don't feel that bad. Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves is the name of it. It's got Chris Pine. Um, oh, God. Bunch Chris Michelle Pine? Rodriguez, Hugh Grant, like huge names. Yeah. That comes out March 31st. So not not super close to it, but. Let me guess. Yeah. It's some kind of uh, rom-com comedy with some orcs in it or something? No. It's like a, it's what you would expect from a D&D movie. Uh, Chris Pine plays a bard. Sophia Lillis is the druid. There's a paladin. There's a thief. There's a berserker. There's a wizard. There's all that type of shit. Because I remember the last D&D movie. Like it, had, uh, it was really campy. Like extremely. Well, that was know, the. Like, wow. Wasn't that the U Bowl D&D movie? I don't know who that is when I say Uh, that. I want to say that's uh, what you're referencing. That's the bad movie. It was a piece of shit. Yeah. 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 It was really. It was was like, oh my God. They just slapped D&D on it. That's all they did. Oh, that had Jeremy Irons and Jason Statham in it. Yeah. Didn't have a Wayans. That's what. Yeah. Yeah, It had a Wayans in there too for for, uh, comedic relief or whatever. Yeah. And man, as a fucking D&D, like, because this was before twitch before streaming i believe um but as someone who at the at the time had an ongoing game with a bunch of friends uh every saturday night uh, we were like dnd movie fuck yeah and we went to it and we were just sad we were just really really sad because we were like <laughs> yay jeremy irons yay thor birds like we know these names these are let's actually get in the and we watched it and was like did that dragon just get killed by a fucking door like a goddamn uh rancor 
like nice dragons are ancient like uber intelligent like beings like almost godlike beings right right that's i'm gonna go get my monsters manual i'm gonna go check it out i'm gonna make sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's that's well now D&D shit i usually keep well, up with a lot of movies uh, I, I honestly goodness i never heard of this one like i i didn't i, I don't the tra- remember on, uh, the trailer honestly was like pretty good i don't know if i'll go just, see it now, just watch but. the whole trailer um that's that that's the thing i didn't think it was that bad i thought it looked fine but, oh okay so you think you think arcane's <laughs> bad you have no conversation <laughs> your opinion's immediately bad. muted it's for just, me no hey 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 it got better at the end it was just a little slow in the middle okay. <laughs> I, I liked i liked that yeah. it was story. okay i agree with you there it was okay uh it was okay. The music selection was, I feel, a little try hardy, but yeah, yeah, it was playing like a whole lot of love and stuff, and it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like the whole D and D aesthetic is like fantasy and you know epic RPG and stuff like that. To have them try to make it like, make it seems like they're trying to make it really cool. Yeah, they're going for cool D and D. Yeah, they're going for without, cool D and D, and like that's that's not. I don't feel like that's the best angle. It, okay, yeah. listen. I just want to say someone in my chat mentioned this, and I was gonna. I, they took the words out of my mouth, but I'm gonna mention it. What's that? If you want some awesome fucking D and D shit, watch watch Record of Lotus War. It's an anime, but it's the like I'm one? not super in anime. Yeah, oh. I'm not super in anime, that but that is amazing. It's an amazing take on Dungeons and Dragons. It has like you know, it has the classes: fighter, priest, uh, uh, you know wizard all the all the classes it has familiar spells in it they're obviously not like named the same thing but it takes it seriously and it is fucking good why did you, i think you, that you was drop, like a sci-fi so, okay yeah you bring a record of lotus ward and the first thing that pops in my mind oh he's made it now you can, you can continue what we're saying but... <laughs> no it's like I, I i wanted to stop what i was gonna say before <laughs> when i saw the child on the screen no, he's it, he's kind like of, i had the uh, the xbox 360 i believe it was record of lotus war they sent you this this you bought this big box set for the xbox 360 you remember playing that game it's i hope I i'm saying i hope this is the right game uh but i'm pretty sure it was they have record a newer of lotus game war. wasn't it chat was it spelled L O D O S S? I believe it was. Like it, Chat, it was a, yes, it was it's a the RPG game. game. Yeah. So I, the only reason when you bring that up, Zeke, I'm, I, I, the only reason this game stands out is because they sent me a mouse pad, and it was <laughs> one of those mouse pads that had like you know the boobs were the armrest, you know, like because <laughs> it nice. was all about having relationships in this game to advance the next generation. To oh pass yeah, right on here. Your, that's to your 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 son or daughter. It says Record of Lotus War Online came out uh, in April 2017 and closed on April th- or sorry October 31st 2019. So that that the mm. game was also released outside of Japan. That's probably what you're referencing. It wasn't online though. It was a it was a single player game. Uh, Ch- uh, chat, tell me if I'm uh, crazy here. I know it was Record of Lotus War, something like that, and you had that big mouse pad. Chat made fun of me for years because I had that mouse pad. I was like, it's a comfortable mouse pad. <laughs> was it a Metroidvania style game? No, no. It was like an RPG. That's the newer one. Uh, That's Ar- the one with Ar- Deedlet as the main character. Yeah. It was Xbox 360. Yeah, it was Xbox 360 is what it was. Uh, Gosh, uh, hold on. It's, it's probably in my cabinet. Hold on. People saying check, uh, maybe I'm crazy. I'm looking Ar- at the wiki of all the... Or Ag- 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 I don't know if I'm saying that right. 
Burke was playing a sex uh, game, Agorist War. <laughs> right. A sex classic, game. Classic, Burke. classic Burke. Classic Burke. Jeez. Yeah, you're it, thinking oh, of a guy from the sex games. You're thinking of Agorist War. That's what everyone's saying. Uh, oh, no. Agorist Generations of War came out on Xbox that 360, it. Switch, Android, PS3, iOS, and Windows. <sighs> My Maybe Burke is playing okay. Agris Genitals of War. Maybe that's so. what that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's where my brain went because I heard war, so I don't know. I just thought that was it. Maybe so. Uh, uh, never mind me. Just ignore what I just said. There was. Anyway, he had uh, a nice mouse pad. Okay, there you go. You got a nice mouse pad out of it. That's. Uh, what was the name of the anime that Zeke recommended? Uh, Records of Lodos War. L O D O S S. Yep. Yeah. It's a good one. And you can watch it. It, it. It's obviously originally Japanese, but you can watch it in English. It's not too bad. The, the dubs aren't too bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's older, right? Like when did that? Uh, it originally aired in uh, 1990. Gotcha. Wow. So it was 1990, 30, 1991. 30 I think plus years old. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Older. Um, or one, oh, oh, one season. Yeah. It's, it's like a miniseries. It's, uh, it's like, it's, you know, has a beginning, middle, and end. Right, right. Okay. Uh, I don't have too much more news. There was a quote. Uh, ben Brode, who is the uh, game director at Marvel Snap, uh, I was sharing this with Rami, and Rami was actually impressed with the quote as well. So I, I wanted to read it here because I think it's kind of an interesting uh, look into game development. Uh, at this point in the interview, they're talking about uh, the features in Marvel Snap, um, but it has to do with, like, this idea of crunch. Um, it reads, people were surprised when a few features weren't launched, uh, in the, uh, original version of Mar- Marvel snap, a way to play against friends and a way to play friendly games, with no risking of losing cubes. Uh, I wanted to know why neither of these had been seen as priorities to be in place before the official release. Uh, and the quote is, I wouldn't say they've not been a priority, uh, but in game dev, you have to push your dates or crunch or do effective scope control. These are the three levers you have. And the crunch lever is a fake lever. It doesn't actually do anything. You burn everybody out and it doesn't give you more stuff over the long term. So the other two are your dates or your scope control. This was extreme scope control. Do we need this? Absolutely. I think the answer is clearly no. This has been successful and exciting. Uh, the game has been successful and exciting. Sorry. I made a huge splash without it. But on the bright side, it's coming. The idea to look at like game development with that as a lens is kind of an interesting thing. Because you start to see why things get cut or why crunch starts to happen uh, towards the end of the game. I'm going to be honest. I I like the quote and I like where it's coming from, but the idea that crunch doesn't do anything is kind of weird. Well, I mean, like the, do you I see feel what like he's that, I feel like that's kind of an though? idealistic view on it. Kind of. I guess it could yeah. be idealistic, yeah. But I mean, like the idea that that crunch doesn't get more work done quicker. I mean, that that's the huge problem with crunch is you're making them do more work quicker. There's more getting done faster. It's just not feasible to do that in the long term yeah but to say like it anyway whatever i see what you're saying like i like the quote i like the quote and i think i think honestly like i think in a, in a perfect world that scope would always take precedent over that but then of, of course every time you you limit scope i mean that's when you're dealing with at that point you're also having to deal with pr from the fans right i mean you know like i mean you're, that's, you're, that's you're, exactly what it's cutting right yeah yeah so i mean it's you know it's it's who do you want to let down more? The people working on the game or the people that are really looking forward to the game? And that's a, that's a decision no one wants to make. Right. Right. I like, think it's somebody's going to lose. I think it's a decision yeah. like 
every game developer ends up making uh, <laughs> when it comes down to it, unfortunately, in today's day and age. Um, yeah. I did want to mention this. I don't know too much about it. I only saw the headline uh, code. Okay. Did you? No, real quick, a lot of people are commenting on it in chat. And, oh, and I think, I think, yeah, and I think the good point that I, I kind of missed there is that people are saying that the crunch doesn't do anything in the long term. Yeah, it's a short term. Now that he's, yeah, I, I see what, I, and I, and I, and I get that. I get that. Yeah, that's, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, anyway, sorry. The uh, uh, Callisto protocol leaving developers out of the credits. Do you know the specifics around that, Co? I saw the headline. I don't. I didn't dive into it. I can try to dive I, into the I, article I the same here thing. real quick. To put it bluntly, uh, I did the same thing. I saw that they cut about 20 people. Um, I also, uh, really unfortunately, also saw that they were hoping that project was going to make $5 million, and apparently it was falling short of 2 So, yeah, dude, not just... I tell you, from, from the day one patch being messed, like 100% their fault it didn't make it, didn't make expectations, major game design flaws, like, it, it's, it's, it's really unfortunate how troubled that project is um yeah there's yeah it's really it's just i i feel i feel bad for them yeah uh the game industry.biz article says uh confirming what co mentioned uh roughly estimated 20 people across a variety of departments were left off the game's credits uh striking distance representative did not return a quest for comment uh one source said it definitely stings it sucks i made a good amount of contribution and worked on it for a, uh, a length of time they edited that out i assume uh to just not be there at all is shitty uh, while it's not unheard of uh, for developers who leave a project for completion to be left out of the credits, our sources confirm that the studio had no such policy that was ever communicated to employees, and none of the people were uh, we speak with con- or sorry we speak we spoke with consider the Callisto Protocol's emissions normal. One describes them as egregious, leaving some senior developers, leads, and directors who made significant contributions, including people who had worked at Striking Distance for over a year or had history with uh, Striking Distance CEO Glenn Sklo. Uh, Showfield at a previous studio, Sledgehammer Games. Another described some of the some of those left off of credits as "quote really core people who built the studio up." Mm. So not a good look. I don't know if there was like uh, an update to that, but kind of a playing playing favorite situation. What do you mean, Bert? Yeah, why? Like, like, like it's it's that that's such a small thing. Oh, it's such a small thing. Put somebody's name. Like, why would you take somebody's name off that? It's like it. That's like not a big deal at all. Just. Hey, yeah. this person thanks. It's like a thank you message overall, you know? It's yeah, like, I don't get why that would be something that you would be like, ah, I'm going to take their name off there. Like, that seems no make no sense seems to me at petty. all. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's really it does. petty. Like, You've got to go out of petty. your way to do that, yep. you know? Yeah. Yeah. An e- uh, yeah, oh. and another another good point about ego. Won't go out on a date with me, huh, Debra? Let's see how you like not being recognized in <laughs> <and> the credits. <laughs> 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 yeah. Unfortunately, it, it's kind of interesting, though. This is not the first time this has happened. I mean, didn't God of War have issues with some of the people not being credited properly yeah. in the credits? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it apparently is a lot more of a of a thing. So I'm guessing I'm guessing it's a bit more further reaching it than we're giving credit for. I didn't mean to do that. It's a bit more further reaching than we're giving it credit, um, mm. specifically because when you take somebody's name out of the credits, I'm sure it becomes a lot harder for that person to be like, yeah, I worked on that. So I mean, you know, it's it's kind of like you're you're removing experience, you're removing yeah. like, actual resume resume work that, that yeah. person that exactly. So I mean, it, it'd be kind of weird if you know you're applying for a job and you're like, yeah, I worked on Callisto Protocol, but I'm not in the credits, and it's like, 
well, let's give them a call and find out why. And, you know, and then that leads to some weird, like, oh, well, they were, you know, we didn't, we, they were loyal enough and we didn't like what they did. And it's like all of a sudden, you know, that's created this big thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's even honestly, like in the credits, it should be like, yeah, this guy brought me water every day. Uh, his name is <laughs> Phil Barker. Like, yeah. there's no re- like if somebody touched the game, they should be in the credit. People in any put form. dogs they think in the credits. Yeah, I know, right? Like that's it's crazy to think that that you would you would deny somebody that put anything a, yeah. a, a single frame into a game. If they put it in there, like if they worked on it. They should be in the credits. Yeah, that's crazy to think otherwise. I agree. I agree. Uh, last little bit of news, just so folks watching the show don't miss uh, free ish stuff. Uh, Dead Space Remake will be shipping with Dead Space 2 as oh, a yeah. free Steam game. Um, if you pre-order. Oh, is it only for pre-orders? Is that the I part of the say, headline I, they missed I think here? It, let me, I, let me, let me, let me confirm that. I'm pretty sure it's if you pre-order. Uh, if we can get a confirmation on that, that'd be yeah, great. I'm reading the article right now. Uh, they don't actually mint. Maybe not. It says bundle with the classic Dead Space 2 is the a free Steam game, blah blah blah. It's previously reported Dead Space 2 remake. Oh. I don't Okay. What happens if I click this? What happens if I go and, and try to buy you this? got a virus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it says right on their Steam page. Pre-purchase yeah. now and you'll re- also receive Dead Space 2 and it re- says when here, the remake launches on January 27th. This is this is the article I read that made me think that I'm Polygon. The upcoming Dead Space oh. remake isn't arriving until January 27th, but those interested can get a little bonus. People who pre-purchase the new Dead Space on Steam will get a copy of Dead Space 2 for free. Got which it. currently sells for $20. Okay. So I, I think it is a pre-order thing. Got yeah. it. I don't think yeah. it's going to always just be free with it. Noted. Uh, and then the Xbox Game Pass uh, games that are coming to Xbox Game Pass. Monster and Horizon, Persona 3 Portable, and Persona 4 Golden. So if you have like 700 hours to play, uh, you're welcome. (laughs) You are very welcome. Yeah. Jeez. That's, you don't have to buy a PS fucking TV. You're welcome. (laughs) You don't have to find that little fucking game cartridge in order to goddamn put it in your PS TV to play it on your new fucking monitor. You're welcome. True. (laughs) True. Yeah. Uh, let's not do a break. I don't want to cut and do a 45 minute second VOD. We're just going to keep going on. So Zeke, if you got to use the restroom, now's the time. That's a good idea. I will. Yeah. I've been drinking lots of coffee. There you go. Uh, Burke, I want to talk to you about company heroes three. You were playing it the other day. It's multiplayer only right now. Is that right? How? Yeah. What? First off, what's your experience with company of heroes? Let's start there while I put the VOD. Well, me and Fairlight, we're both playing it and, uh, and Katie and, and we, basically learned that we're garbage <laughs> yeah no that game's really fucking hard turns out <laughs> sacral was like, having some stuff there too yeah it's a really hard game <laughs> well it's like the entire, you know like the game obviously is really like the veterans of company of heroes wanted to the game is very micro intensive yeah. and uh i think that's not what i was prepared it's like warcraft 3 back in the day uh, you know just you got to make sure you micro every little aspect of the thing your unit you can bring out like a you can spend a ton of points on a big mega heavy tank, and that sucker gets blown up in like two seconds, man. It's just dead if you're not paying attention or doing it perfectly right. Um, but it's it. I, I still like it though, even though I'm. You know, like you ever you played a game that you absolutely are terrible at, but you're just like, no, I don't know what that. Fun to play. I don't do that every day, Bert. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? Why would I do that? It's fun. Why would it, I do it, that it, over and over and over and oh, and just lose? <laughs> Non-stop, Burke. 
That would be stupid. <laughs> That's our daily Sorry. life. <laughs> to, ex- to, explain, to explain the joke, JP does that every day for anyone that's not catching <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, no, seriously though, like uh we we ultimately I found the most fun in this game is queuing up in four V fours. Yeah. And just like then you're like with three really good players. <laughs> so and then you're like as long as you can just like contribute to whatever battle they're doing, I I, I could I had fun, you know. Do they have uh like, I, in in StarCraft, it used to be called uh, uh, I think Team Melee or something like that. But uh, I'm blanking on how you would actually describe it. Can like is there is there a way to play co-op to where one person or sorry four people control like one faction, one one race, one thing, or is it four different armies? Always. It's four different armies, but you can all be the same faction. Gotcha. Okay. So it's four different yeah, so armies. Like four so players of Terran. Yeah. 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 And using Starcraft as an example. But the, you're actually watching our good match. This is like the match where we actually win against people who were just as bad at it as we were. Yeah. <laughs> so Dude, this was like the only match where it was so close down to the wire. I played a, I would probably 100, 200 hours of Company Heroes 2 back in the day. Uh, and you are exactly right in the sense that if you put a random insert unit here and it's not behind proper cover or it's elevated mm-hmm. or the enemy's elevated and you're down low, like you just get slaughtered, like yeah. absolutely not even fair in terms of the fight. Uh, and it's it very, very difficult. micro intensive. Yeah. It, it, you have to pay attention to everything, to all your units. Like there's no, you know, there's no unit take, that like, doesn't believe in that rule. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like with StarCraft where you just make a you pop out a bunch of Marines and you can just click and over them, make, assign them to group two and just send them in, you know, and just click around. This is like, well, this is a guy on a bike. This is infantry with a with a grenade. This is a tank that can only do this. This is a tank that can only do that. You know, it's like everything has to be positioned right. Well, that was the uh, other thing is uh, when it came to balancing, the maps were super difficult to balance because if like a certain area was elevated it became like the power spot in the map or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so balance was just kind of all over the place. If I recall in the, the very early days of, of company heroes too, but they eventually figured out proper ways to do it. Uh, I don't, did you experience anything like that? Or were you guys just kind of throwing units at other units and see what happens? Oh, it, I, I, I couldn't imagine the balancing. Like I, was, my mind is so far. Like right now they have like, there's, there's abilities that you have. You could kind of, I don't know if they show them, on my on, the, on my screen right onto the right of me, there's like you see a little man there, and there's some other little things on the side of the screen. Yeah, yeah. those. When you level those up, they all they lead to like because uh, there's that diamond that says a one right there. As that levels up, you start spending those points, and you'll start getting abilities that could literally wipe the map. <laughs> like if somebody's like got like uh like six tanks and they're pushing in on that zone right there, I go over there and I do it. Uh, an aerial bombardment or something, and it just kills everything. Your whole army is just deleted in like two seconds. I remember. And shit so like that. you know that was like some of the most frustrating parts of the game. It's just like it took me like five minutes to get this army, and this guy just instantly drops something, and my entire army is dead. Yeah, you know, it's like what what are we doing? You know, like <laughs> you get so frustrated by that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, by your description, like, well, it's, it's, it's clumping. You're not supposed to be clumped. You're not supposed to clump your army. Dude, we were spread out across the face. <laughs> it bombed the entire map, man. Oh, God. Sounds like company. What were we going to ask? So by your, 
by your description, Burke, um, if normal RTS games are like, I don't know, like it, it, like the, the as fun as chewing broken glass, <laughs> this one adds needles under your fingernails. So that's 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 fun. That's good. That sounds like a, a time. Uh, yeah, it may, it, this game makes you lay down on a, on a bed of nails, and then I come in and body slam on top of you while you're on that bed. So, mm. yeah, that's what it does. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds it's, great. Yeah. The, the, I th- correct me if I'm wrong, Burke. The game, in a lot of ways, is positioning as king, and if you get stuck in a bad position, the ability to get unstuck in that bad position is not as simple as moving a unit out of the way. Because that unit just dies. Like, there's no micro involved. You just die because you're not properly planned in terms of where you're It sitting. all depends on the player. Like, you yeah. know, if, if someone's, like, really good at this game, like, I've seen them do some incredible stuff. Like, I thought, okay, I got my machine gun. They're pinned. And then all of a sudden, my machine gun is like, da, 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 da. And then it's like, your machine gunner's dead. Huh? Like what? Toss a grenade because or the guy has, or something. Yeah, he's either got a sniper or he's got, like, um, mortar guys all, all way off to the side and he just mortared the position and i didn't even see that yeah you know, like you have to keep hey you have to be data to play this game from star trek <laughs> you have to be able to analyze that everything conceivable thing that could happen to your machine gunner could happen and you have to be prepared to counter at any point in time I mean, let me ask you this in this game when you ask like a unit of like five or six people to to go to like say the beach does one of them just did not just decide not to go or no, no, does one of go. them turn around and go the opposite direction because they think it's shorter to go over the river to the beach but they don't have a boat oh. and then they realize that and go to and then they turn <laughs> around and and then they then they join their car do that does that happen in this game yes actually it does because like <laughs> because they, the game likes to try to try to be realistic so some the way the vehicles operate sometimes you know like they gotta they like and sometimes they austin powers it they're like okay i go right. <laughs> yeah all right, i'm getting i'm getting to your objective boss i'm getting there you know they do that you know like they're trying to figure yeah. out which way to go um but no like it, you can't play this like typical str- rts you can't just click down drag your box over a bunch of units and say go here if you do that, they're all going to go there and then die. Yeah. Because you can't. That sounds familiar. Is, yeah. You have no. to spread them out. You have to spread them out or they just get obliterated. That's, that's why Zeke, RTSs Zeke, are out of, a dying out of curiosity, breed. Yeah. Zeke, in your example, would that generate some kind of alert, like a, like a, like a red one, say, or <laughs> something of that nature? I would say yes. Yeah. I would absolutely okay. say it would generate. You should have just made Tanya's, uh, man. A crimson alarm. Just V2 crimson, rockets, some sort of alarm. Okay. That's all you need. A bunch of V2s There's and so some much to this game. It's, I, it's coming to like, you know, like, like I said, I'll do the 4v4 and just have fun just <clears throat> watching the melee. But like when a game releases, like I want to play it because the campaign is going to be in Italy. Because oh. it's North Africa, Italy at this point, at yeah. stage. And it's going to play like a campaign like Total Wars map, you know, where like you advance your army here and you advance over to this point. And I'm like, I'll just put the AI to easy and just enjoy myself, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's it. That's, you think, I don't right? Really you think putting it on easy would make it enjoyable? <laughs> Dude, so I think those, so those red alert maps were tough. Dude, you you have red alert PTSD. Like like <laughs> someone will say a term and it will like trigger memories. Oh yeah, you think that's easy, wouldn't you? Oh, you would, wouldn't you? 
No, it's honestly just <laughs> nice to 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 un- understand like a little bit of what Burke is saying. You know, I it, it's the basic gist of most RTS games is the same. You know, yeah. it's you know produce units, go fight. You know, that can group them up, don't group them, whatever, that kind of shit. And it's you know it seems like it's the the core of it has has not changed. It's just like the the minute details, like adding of thousands of them to the core of the mechanic. It's why um, they're dying breed. One hundred percent right. Not not much has yeah. changed, and the power fantasy for RTS games is people still want to hit max supply in any RTS game and right click their max supply over to the enemies and win. And then if you yeah. don't, it feels like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, this game does not. It, this game is very unit based. So, like a single unit, uh, you're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to level them up. There, you don't, you don't throw them to the wolves to die. They're supposed to survive, and they level up. And as they level up, they get better and stronger. So you want them to retreat if there's if the situation doesn't look good. Yeah. And I come from an RTS background. Like this is all I grew up playing was RTS games. Strategy games are what I adore most on my channel, but. You know, and I'm I, I know my limitations, man. And this is this is definitely one of my limitations, this game right here. Cause I, I cannot keep track of this much stuff going on at a single time. Yeah. I, well, I, I, it seems like in, in RTS terms you're a macro player, not an art not a micro player. Right? Right, yeah. No, yeah. I can't micro. No, I can't micro every unit. And like there's some people that do that. Like there's definitely some Twitch streamers out there that are just like their their mouse is moving, you know, click, 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 you know, I'm just like, I like fighting the battles but enjoying the experience like I, i'm kind of very much of a ooh and ah kind of guy you know like oh look at the explosions look at the tank coming in oh wow you know i love getting immersed into it and the other people are just like this is a ones and zeros games and i'm gonna dominate you with my ones and zeros <laughs> click, 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 click. like wow yeah, yeah. dude i can't i can't keep up with you yeah but it's it's like again rts terms it's like probably 30 40 actions per minute for you and like 300 for them right <laughs> yeah just yeah insane oh yeah amount of of apm difference for sure so yeah at least the single player aspect you're so excited for company it sounds like you are sounds like they're oh yeah, yeah I, I, okay. when you when, if i just slow it down slap it on easy and just try to just enjoy the campaign you know and just like organize my units and just have a good time with it yeah i can't wait for that yeah i'm gonna treat it just like it i've always had fun playing these games uh, you know, I've done that a lot with the campaign and Company Heroes Two is also fun. You know, and so they're really changing the campaign in three, and I love the setting because like North Africa and Italy has always been an interesting part of World War Two for me. So yeah, yeah, cool. And this is still it's only multiplayer access right now, right? If you buy it, the yeah. single player is yeah. not available whatsoever. If you want to go through pain, go ahead and load it up, <laughs> install it, do a multiplayer match, and and then enjoy some suffering. Yeah, yeah. yeah those, those think- veterans will will make you suffer i think it's redundant like if like you don't have to use pain and rts in the same sentence it's, it's just, just one-to-one you can just say one or the other <laughs> yeah you should like you mean like uh, you know i was talking before the show started I was talking to see because he's doing uh command and conquer and i'm like me and fairlight have been going down the rts you know oldies together yeah. we we've you know we katie joined us anthony and grims and we were playing games like you know um Oh gosh, what was it? Eight bit, and then we played uh, something. Anyway, recently we played um, Supreme Commander, like from way back in the end. Allied, uh, what's it called? Chat, Allied something, Allied Faction, or Allied Front, or something. And we've been playing that, yeah. And that game is like that's intense, you know, because it's. <laughs> I, I kind of think like, how did the PCs run this game back then? Because 
you can have like thousands of units on the screen. We're getting bombed by bombers and there's giant walking mechs coming up from the water and walking into our base and just obliterating us. Yeah. I was like, man, these games were great. Like, let's get some more of that. It's true. Well, if you hit StarCraft 2, let me know. Just send me a message. We'll, I'll jump in. We're on our way. We're going to do <laughs> okay. it. It's going to happen. Let me know. Well, I'll, I'll jump in and do something. Uh, <laughs> what else have you been playing besides this? Uh, anything sticks out? want to talk about you play a lot of different stuff uh than than the three of us so i'm always curious oh gosh oh oh, oh you know what tell us about eco yeah i was yeah, getting i was, gonna, I was waiting for the moment when i was gonna do this you know and i know willy wonk is like sitting in there going when's he gonna bring up eco when's he gonna bring up eco <laughs> like <laughs> this is a great time all right so uh this is gonna be the third season of eco at the late shift does and those that have uh, never heard of it, it like, let's start. Let's start at the beginning. Like, what is Eco? Yeah. All right. the The, the general idea of Eco is that it's uh, you know, you're you you play the game starting at, with nothing. Like you you start at ground zero with nothing. The pla- you have a planet, and there's supposed to be an asteroid impact. Okay. And so this asteroid's going to come in like 28 days. So you and all the people on the planet have to tech up to the point to stop that asteroid from impacting. But there's a catch. You can tech up to a point and cause enough pollution and environmental damage that the planet will kill you instead. So you have to do this halfway, you know, surviving uh, and and also working with people because you have to establish governments, you have to establish laws, you have to have a uh, uh, an economy, uh, you have to have an, a social uh, ability to talk to uh, talk to people and and negotiate stuff. So. It's a game that really pushes for people to interact, uh, work on your business, open up a shop, you know, sell stuff, make stuff, uh, become profitable, and at the same time, bear watch out for that asteroid. Now, we've done that for like the last two seasons where it's been the asteroid. This season, though, doing a little something different. We're going to do it so like the asteroid has already struck, and we're going with a Fallout style oh, of nice. the world. So we're all in a, we all start in a vault deep underground. And this is all player made, player created. They have, we have, we have Willie got an, an entire team of people that created this vault. It goes deep underground. And when we start the role play server, everyone's going to be underground and we have to live in there for 24 hours, negotiate, you know, figure out how the role play is going to go, who's going to be what, who's going to do this or whatever. And it's, it's just 100% focused on interaction so that the characters will start to meet each other right away. And groups can be formed or whatever. And then when the door opens and lets us out, that's when we go out to the world that's been destroyed and we're going to try to exist on this destroyed world. So it's like the world going to be like irradiated and, and like how are they you don't gonna, do irradiation. Like already polluted? Uh, but when, they, when these asteroids hit, they cause uh, huge uh, damage to the environment. And huge uh, like craters and such, and so the, and then also the seawater might rise. So there's ways to fix it. The game allows you to like repair the world. So we're gonna see what we can do in trying to make things uh, simple. You know, get back to the you know the good days before the dark days struck. And after that, who knows what'll happen after that? But <laughs> they, they he's got an that's, entire mod team. That's and when coders. the second asteroid's gonna hit. That's when the second asteroid. Yeah, the tail asteroid, right? The one that was following behind us, even bigger. They come in threes. <laughs> but you can see like in the video, like every everything you're seeing is player made. There was literally nothing 
it's it's I guess it's voxel based. That's the the cubes, right? That's like Minecraft. Yeah. So it's kind of voxel based, but uh, it just adds so much, man. Like I I, I love all the interesting storylines that pop up because people could create and do whatever they want, and and now they have a. They may the, they are actually working with the eco devs themselves, who's helped us out with a lot of stuff. They have an entire police system now. They they added some n- new cars just from modding, just from like, man, I, I'm so impressed by this team that the that they've put together to just create an entire system. So like we have this uh, such a great team that's made so much stuff. Someone in my chat because we we've uh, <clears throat> I think I want to say maybe Max and you were on in the past, and we we've talked to you about it before. Is essentially what I'm getting. Yeah. At. Uh, but someone in my chat season. mentioned that uh, this was a game that was for kids originally to show kids how the world works. Do you, is that yeah. true? Huh? Yeah, they they wanted to. I think they were originally making it for schools. I think it was so you could see like how you have an impact on your in, in the area around and, you, your environment. Yeah, yeah. it's huh. not just environmental; it's also society. You know, it's 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 government as well because like you have to have an election for your leader. <laughs> And so they have to go around campaigning. Like I will, I will fix the prices of the seeds, you know, <laughs> and we will deal with those, um, those, those, those evil farmers who are charging too much money for your business. You know, they get into all this kinds of stuff. But when you add role play, because it's such a perfect role play with no combat, by the way. Yeah, there's, there's no combat no in the GTA game. No GTA style combat. No yeah. combat of any kind. Um, so what do you so do if you're really we, pissed at someone else, though? <laughs> well, we had to. Uh, Let's see, hold on. There goes the alarm to say, "Wake up, oh, wake up, Bert. You gotta get ready for the Time day." Time to get up, day, day, start your day. Um, no, but like basically, uh, we had we modded in, or uh, the the dev team, the, the the modders that Willie put together, they modded in like a police system and in a criminal system as well, oh, okay. which I think the eco devs want to add as well. So, like basically, you're supposed to be able to make lock picks, and you can go to somebody's home, and you can kind of like break in and steal like a couple items and then escape. Yeah. But that instantly is going to alert the police to your presence and what you're doing. So then the, they have a, we, we have a cop car now and people drive up <laughs> in their cop car looking for the suspect. And there's like, it leaves like a little note. It says like, you know, you found some fingerprints. You have to go take it to a thing to find out who it could possibly be out of these three possible people. And then you have to go like, talk to them. Where were you at 10, 10 PM at five, you know, like a lot of good role play elements to this, man. Yeah. It's how, so freaking cool what they can do with it. How many streamers you guys got involved this year? So far, I guess. I'm sure people are still applying, right? Oh, gosh. I, I, a lot. I, <laughs> I can't remember the, the exact number. Willie would actually know, but the, there's, there's so many people apply to this every year. And it's, it's sad because the game can only have like, I think, 100 people on a server. So we would love to see like a oh, crazy. Okay uh you know crazy amount of more streamers involved but uh there's only so much room you know yeah yeah uh well when, when does it That's all start at a time right not like total yeah yeah 100 at a time yeah okay yeah uh when is, is there it- a limit to how many people can like be a part of the server outside of at the time yes because like last time we did it it's so popular that it's packed you know like it was full like all the time so nobody could ever get in. And it's like, man, geez, you know, we, we can't, we don't want to like blanket, like tons of people that who are just going to sit in queue all night, you know? So it's just, it's a limitation of a really cool game. It's like, it would be great if we could get to that number up further. And I hope that the eco devs look into that. Cause that's the only real limitation is the amount of people that could be on a server at a single time. 
It would be way bigger if we could just be like, hey, because the apps that we get, like 500 plus, you know, or wow. and it's still climbing. And it's like, I would love to just be like, yeah, hey, all 500 it can get in. You know, like, let's just have, let's create a massive, huge world and just go crazy with it. But still a limitation with the game. Because there's a lot going on in the background with this thing, as it is. Is yeah. there any sort of uh, functionality to uh, taking your character to another server? Uh, no. No, each server is okay. uh, dependent on that. So every time you go to, you're starting over, okay. basically. Okay. Uh, how long is this going to run till it kind of runs its course? Or do you have, like, a, a set end date i know you have a set start date feel free to promote that all you want but like, well yeah it's on the 22nd is when okay. it starts and if you want to sign up you have to go to lateshift.tv or lateshifttv.tv it's one of those <laughs> <laughs> okay i know i think it's lateshifttv.com or lateshift.tv it's one of those i don't know Willie but, will link it somewhere um, i'm sure yeah that they uh you have to go there and you have to sign up and you put in the application but uh um, I think it's going to go until it's done. Yeah. Lateshift.tv. Thank you. Thank you, Mods. There you go. But uh, yeah, yeah we were thinking about sponsoring done. Burke Black again to do our game, but man, he got to work on his verbiage. He doesn't know how to like, <laughs> he doesn't, he, he doesn't do his well, research before he does this shit. Zeke, he didn't, uh, <laughs> he didn't have the cheat sheet. I didn't send him the cheat sheet before that. No every, cheat, oh, sure, right, right. Yeah. We need the cheat. Sheet. I, I, I think like, you know, there's no end date to it. So like they usually let it go. Um, I mean, obviously, streamers being streamers, we'll pl- we'll play it until some a new shiny comes along. Well, you got a while uh, for that. No. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's gonna be a lot of time. I, I I'm, you know. Wait, when is it starting? January twenty second. Twenty second. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, when when's the first release? Well, Dead Space at the end of the month, and when's the next big release? Actually, I thought stuff was starting in early Feb. There's Forspoken. There's Hogwarts. There's Dead Space, and <laughs> I think that's it. I'd have to pull up JPD to. No, off the top of my head, or no more. Atomic, atomic. Well, Atomic Heart is at the end of the month. Then Ishin is at the end of the month. Yeah, those same. Days. Fire Emblem is a twentieth. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say there's, there's. I think like there's, there's stuff is the dominoes kind of start falling with Engage on the twentieth, and then it's like I think every week something is coming out. I think Dead Space releases really like in the close. middle of it. Dead oh, Space is twenty seventh. Yeah, Jedi Jedi Survivor is that February? That's March. March, okay. And so is RE4, right? RE4 is March? Uh, yeah. I, when I talked 24th. to them about it, I was like, the 10th seems to be like when you'll start to lose streamers. Like, because it's like you'll have like oh. a solid three weeks. Yeah. And then Dark and Darker is back in February, too. Oh, it yeah. is. They announced that? Do we have a date for they that? They announced it last playtest that they'd be returning in February. Uh, oh, so we don't, they the don't have a date test. for it yet. It's just February. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to I derail think, it. That's, that's awesome, though. Like, no, that, that's, that, I think that's, it's basically probably event. be like, a day thing. or two of streaming, yeah. At max, yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't see, I don't see Dead Space completely derailing the eco thing, but you know, I don't think, any, I don't think any though, of those. Yeah. I mean, eco, eco seems kind of like a centerpiece. Like, I mean, you can always play the other stuff later. You know, yeah, it's not like it, yeah. Those right when they come out. So, yeah, I agree. No, like I, I'm, I'm expecting it. It'll be, uh, you know, they don't, they don't shut it off. So, like, even if streamers aren't playing it, like they, they're, they, the people last time we did, they played a month after we, after the streamer stopped playing it. Yeah, you know, after the other stuff, we moved on. I think we, I think we played it for almost a month. You know, that, I mean, that last January, it was a, it's, 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 a, it's a lot. There's still people that play GTA RP every single day and have every day. That was big, right? So like, it makes mm-hmm. sense. I get it. I understand it. It's an easy game to log in when you have a continual story and you've been building towards things. And yeah, 
an easy game like that when it comes to just turning on the stream and immediately going into the RP world. So sure it'll exist for as long as, like you said, as long as you guys want it to. Um, anything else to promote for it? A January 22nd release date starting in a vault. Lateshift.tv is, I think, signups. Yep, Lateshift.tv. And that's it. It'll be on the, the 22nd. They've the big massive thanks to, uh, to Willy Wonka and to the entire animators and artists and <laughs> the mod people, everybody that, 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 and to the eco. Of course, I should probably thank the people that made the game. No. Uh, big thanks to eco as you well. Don't need to do that. There's no, <laughs> there's no need for that. Uh, I'm looking over. Game devs will find no quarter here. That's true. That's true. Uh, I'm just looking over to see anything else that you played. What is uh, what is War Tales? I saw someone playing that oh, the other day. Do you know what War Tales I is? Get oh yeah, yeah. They, I get they came out with co-op for that. What is it? It's so much fun as co-op co. Like really, it really is fun. It's I I would love to play more of it. Um, but uh, it's it's it, you know the idea is that you they kind of drops you into this world. There's there's a war going on, but you're just a guy in it. You know. Or gal, whatever you want to want to want to make, you can make. So you just you have a band. Uh, you're supposed to. It's almost like a little bit of a survival uh, game in, in in a war torn world because you have to manage your food, you have to manage your energy levels, you have to manage your party so that they don't hate each other. And then it becomes kind of like a uh, a battle system, like a Divinity Original Sin, you know, where it's you cast abilities, you you have to tank up against other things. And if you do a co-op, everybody gets assigned characters. And that's their character for the re- entire playthrough. And characters live and they die. So, you know, if somebody, uh, if you allow them to take two hits, I think if, if one hit to get them to low health, and if they take another hit after that, they're dead, dead, dead. No coming back. They're gone. Wow. I love that kind of stuff. Can they then get a new character? Yeah. Or like, do they have to, how like- do they get back in? Uh, yeah. you, you have to get another Works character. Like they don't. They ban <laughs> yeah, they your they UA, the IP. You're done. You're yeah. done. Delete yeah, the game they, from your computer. Yeah, they, they basically have to either find another uh, character uh, to add to the party, or uh, they could just in like a town or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hire okay. another character. Yeah. Hey, let me skip around. So this is. I'm assuming we're seeing combat here, and you're yeah, watching. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a battle. Yeah. Okay. And you 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 can. Like run into battle, like you can be attacked by bandits while you're out just running around. Um, you got to go to town and craft stuff. Uh, we've been at, we were ambushed by wolves in the forest, and they just absolutely destroyed us, and we had to restart and run away from the forest. <laughs> you have role play elements of talking to people, like who do you want to side with? Do, the, do you want to help these guys against these guys, or do you want to kill everybody? And oftentimes, Cream would tell uh, we would kill everybody. So. Uh, he's like, so, I like his, I like his uh, weapon. I want that. Let's kill them all. Okay, got it. Is it early access or is it 1.0? I think it's still early access. Let me pull it up. I think because they just released the co-op, and I don't recall uh, if it's early, early access. access on Steam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, it's got a shit ton of reviews. Eighty-two hundred uh, reviews, very positive. Came out December. You can 1st play. Oh, by the access. way, the co-op is just for co- you know if you want to do co-op. This is perfectly playable solo. Mm-hmm. So I don't think like I mean it's designed for solo. The co-op is something they just kind of tossed in. It is absolutely designed as a single player enjoyable experience. You just manage your party. Think of it like a CRPG or anything else. That's what it feels like. It's just that you're living in a war torn world and you have to survive. 
with your little merry band. Huh. It was like little dungeon. That was a cave. I guess we just saw a little dungeon or something yeah. of some sort. Yeah. We had Have to, you- that guy at that fort told us to go kill that guy. Oh, and okay. if and that guy in the inside the cave said, if we go kill those other guys, he said he'll give us this. But we saw that the reward was not nearly as good, so we murdered him instead. Naturally, yeah. So sounds about right. Um, have you played Battle Brothers? I have not, but I when I was playing this, I was constantly told to play Battle Brothers by chat. Okay, I'm I'm wondering like how this compares to it. Um, yeah, I have no. That's a game that's on my list. Yeah, Battle Brothers is, is kind of a tile-based version, um, non-3D, that I've heard very, very, very good things about. People have played that game for hundreds and hundreds of hours. Um, and I've heard War Tales is similar, but I'm not sure... This is Battle Brothers. Like how... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure how they compare. <laughs> and I'm, kind of been, I'm kind of looking to talk to somebody who has a lot of time in both and this see how it all works. Bit... You, can see, you can see it looks, a, it looks very similar to what we're just seeing, just not in 3D. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Is that fully released or no? Battle Brothers. Um, I can just I hit escape know. and tell you right now. It is fully released, yeah. Uh, yeah. 30 bucks. I think they, I, They've got I think they even have like and DLCs everything. and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. 60 bucks for all the DLC. It's on sale right now. That's that Battle yeah. Brothers is, is my, one of my rainy day games where it's like, I know I'll like that game. I just also know I'm probably going to need like 60 plus hours for it. So <laughs> whenever I have like a nice big block open up, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know the chat was telling me constantly, Battle Brothers, constantly. You need to play Battle Brothers because if you like this game, you'll you'll like Battle Brothers. So it's definitely yeah, uh, yeah. equivalent. Uh, my buddy Dick, Dick Hammer, uh, he he played oh. a lot of that game, a lot of Battle Brothers, a lot of Battle Brothers. Good old Dick Hammer. It's, it's Richard Hammer on Twitch. If you're looking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Uh, I mean, what 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 happens if you Google? Uh, you know the. The not Richard Hammer. Does it go to him? <laughs> you ever heard you of the Pain Olympics? I, you know I've, what? Let's do that live on air right now. What do you guys think? <laughs> let's uh, let's not speak of this again. Let's just uh, yeah, let's let me just go over this other screen. We'll just do some googling. We'll just see. <laughs> uh, can you go ahead and just cut the feed of my channel before you pop that up? That'd be, be great. <clears throat> Thanks. Thanks. Oh God. Uh Anything, Burke, Seven Days to Die, how is that, is that game out yet? I see people just pop into that game for like oh. a week, and then they have a great game's time. never going to come out, JP. It gets massive viewership, oh. and then and no one plays it, and then somewhere down the line, six months, eight months, people jump back into the game like, well, that game's still not out. Gets massive viewership. Seven Days to Die, just, early access game right there on the page. Yep. Like, why is that never leaving? Is it just because they add to it nonstop? Are they even adding to it? Like, I... No one knows. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I think honestly, the question. I think it's a scope issue. Yeah, I, I think it's it's one of those it's one of those situations where the devs I think just want it to be like nearly perfect, so they just keep working on it. Um, I don't know if they're following a roadmap. Someone else can maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe help us with that. But all right, yeah, we we did the darkness. I kind of like Project Zomboid. Falls mod. So that was a modded playthrough that we did. So oh, so there's mods like, out for it. Oh yeah, yeah. Darkness Falls like adds like demonic monsters like the whole idea is that it's not just not only is it like you know because seven days to die is like on the seventh day the zombies come for you wherever you live and you have to fight them off for that that single night yeah because it's that's where that's the whole point seven days to die right Uh so the darkness falls is like well let's just pretend it's a demonic invasion instead you know it's not just zombies you're fighting the forces of hell (laughs) you know that's the whole point of it so 
things escalate dramatically on Darkness Falls. Like it's it's you're supposed to play it with a large group of people and just get absolutely crazy with the uh, uh, teching up and, and and dealing with threats that just obliterate your entire base. Got it. So it's it just made the game incredibly harder. Okay. And we also did, I also did, uh, did you guys, any of you do the, the, the Choo Choo Charles uh, horror I, we, game? We had Max Getting on. End. Oh, yeah, I guess both of you, yeah, Max is on, and I think everyone kind of talked about it <laughs> in, in that moment. I think everyone played it except me, uh, funny enough. What do you think about it? Good, bad, uh, meh? I, I, hope, I hope he made lots of money, and I hope there's a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> How it was so derpy and so janky that it was just, I had just had a, it was just I was laughing my my ass off the entire time I was playing it. So Let's this see. is so derpy and goofy. Let's see. I want to look. At, I'm looking at Steam Spy gotta, to see how gotta, it's sold. Got to get that pickle. I, I I would agree with that if it wasn't for the price point. The price point is just fucking ridiculous. They should be ashamed of themselves for that. I think it was uh, twenty five bucks, if I'm not mistaken. It's two thousand fifteen. Now. But it's twenty five percent off right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was twenty, I think. According to Steam Spy, it has uh, between yeah, 200,000 and 500,000 owners. So you made some money for sure. Mm. Yeah. Or the team made YouTube, some money. YouTube bait. It really is. Yeah. It it's like 20, like a 20. sequel. I want, you know, I'd be happy to see it get a little crazier. You know, like maybe a, maybe a 747 comes after you next time or something. I don't know. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. Uh, Why not, right? I, I forgot to mention this in the news. Did, did you guys, you didn't see what destiny announced did you where they're they so i have to do some explaining but it honestly is like the biggest change to destiny 2 in the history of destiny 2 they announced that up until the point of uh now um you had to get armor mods from a vendor within the game and those armor mods were the only way that you could really like spec out and build a character otherwise you just were kind of like shit like you had guns you could still shoot things but you didn't have the armor mods that everyone else had right so they came out and announced after however long this game's been out that they're just going to give everyone every armor mod. Hmm? And now they get now I can be like, oh, this is actually playable now. <laughs> like, now Bob, who's never played the game, can jump in and actually have a fucking build instead of just like having no guns or having guns but not having any of the actual build aspects to go along with it. Um, how would you get the armor mods before? Every single day, and this is how stupid Destiny was in this regard, and I've bitched about this ad nauseum. Every single day at noon, a two NPCs, one of them kind of had the same set of mods, but one of them had all of the mods. And there were four mods that every single day would refresh. And it was complete RNG. There was no calendar. There was no rule. There was no reason. There was nothing. It was just four new armor mods that you could purchase every day. That was the only Dude, way to get pur- mods. What would you purchase it with? Uh, like glimmer in game, the in game oh, currency. Okay. You can't. Yeah. 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 Just very, yeah. very simple, very uh, easy to come by a uh, thing, but it was limited to four a day. And that's just it. for context. Like how many armor mods are there off the top of my head? I want to say at least 50, if not a hundred. And some oh. of those are rare. Some of those would be like, they would never, uh, 364, there you go, uh, is how many mods someone in my chat just said. And some of those were so rare that, like, they had dates. Uh, people used uh, Dim Destiny Item Management, or they had a Twitter account that would tweet those out every single day. Because, like, for me, for instance, 
a very common thing that players would do, like myself, the only time you would log into Destiny is if there was an armor mod to get. And you would go in and log in and grab the armor mod and then just close. Because if you ever went back to Destiny, you wanted to have all of the rarer mods. And so now they've just said, we're done with this. Everyone's going to have access to every mod. It's kind of a fucking major deal for that game. Because uh, it was such like a pain point for it. Um, and that happened cool. uh, earlier this week or maybe last last week. But Why did they do this? I think because they realized it sucked. Like it was one of the major complaints about the game for so long um, that they, for whatever reason, came out and said, I, I think said maybe we shouldn't suck anymore. <laughs> yeah, Maybe we should today? fix this thing that people hate. Because is this in prep for something? Is this well, for light, PR for yeah, something? Lightfall comes out at the end of uh, February. So they're like big annual update is Lightfall. There in, it is. In a month. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. So it's to promote an upcoming expansion base. Yeah. But it, it's it's so okay wild. okay hold on hold on it's wild so just just oh the revamping you know, the system basic math oh uh, if there's four four different mods every day for thirty days just say a thirty day month uh so that's one hundred and twenty it would take three months to show them all if you looked every day yeah <laughs> it would take if they were different every day and that's assuming that it moves through the list serially and you don't get duplicates and duplicates do happen yeah. And duplicates do happen. So you could literally go, what, a half plus year? There, there were mods that, that I still don't have that haven't been posted in like nine months. Wow. Wow. And, so it sounds like Chad is saying, so they're, they're giving everyone the mods so they can basically play with all the toys before everything changes when this new expansion comes out. Did they say that? They aren't really did, sure of. Did Chad say if they said that in their blog post? Is that where that's coming that is, from? Chad is saying that they're revamping that system. So... Oh. I don't know if any have they announced how they're revamping the system or just that they're changing it. Yeah, I, that part I didn't get to because I only saw the headline. I was like, "Cool, I don't have to check Destiny Destiny item tracker anymore every day." <laughs> Pretty sure it was Twab and a tweet. Okay, yeah, they said they're giving <clears throat> details later. They said that on Twitter. Okay, got it. Cool. Okay, I hope they just like leave them unlocked because it really is a completely well, it sounds, different game. Sounds like they're changing it. So maybe maybe they're going to make it so there's like a new harder system to get them but it's much more you know easy to do it i hope like, so to get the ones you want at least yeah it's yeah that system sounds kind of moronic it's I mean, well insane. excuse me that system sounds brilliant if you want people to be have to log, <laughs> to log in, in every day at random intervals yeah i mean obviously there's you know there's there's for them they may, that system may have done exactly what they wanted them to do it's just not player friendly yeah so, yeah you know yeah so yeah anyways i, I remember that uh came up uh, and just wanted to mention it because I know we have a bunch of Destiny folks that often don't uh, have their game talked about in the, the most positive way <laughs> on the show. Uh, Zeke, you got words CD. Do, right? Credit where it's due. Yeah, exactly. Zeke, you got CD Ramathon going on? We'll talk you about bet. You got a lot of stuff happening. What What's next on the list? I know you're doing Red Alert yesterday. What do you got coming up? What Have you selected? Uh, Is it polls? And, uh, yep. I, I told people at the end of the stream yesterday. Um, I did Red Alert, and it's an RTS game, and everybody knows my channel that RTSs are not not normally for me, but I had fun for the day that I played it, but, like, that's it. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not gonna do any more than that. Yeah. One eight-hour stream is fine for, for an RTS game. Um, and is I had it? fun while I did it. But, like, if I kept doing it, like, it would be... I would hate it. I would hate it, and I'd hate chat, and I'd, like... 
by the end of that chat, I was yelling. I was yelling at so many people because those <laughs> RTS games, any RTS game, they bring so out. Wait. We were, Burke, Burke and I were talking about this. Uh, they bring out the the fucking uh, Monday morning quarterbacks like yes. you would oh. not fucking. Oh play. yeah, it does. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna ask worse than any other game I played. Real quick, a completely unrelated question, nothing to do with what we're talking about. Just real fast, um, <laughs> for your hundred month sub, can you say the same game someone else has picked? Absolutely. Okay, thanks. You get one day any game as long as it's not getting against TOS. See, so if you get a group of people together, you, know. you can you can line up. You know, <laughs> like I, a week I think of the same game if you like. Co, I think it would be fun if we found a group of people and made them play StarCraft Two, but made them play multiplayer ladder, and he just had to constantly queue every single. <laughs> that would be so mean to do to somebody, man. Is there Jeez. an active red alert ladder? Uh, I think they remastered the game recently, so they there did. might yeah, be. I, yeah, that's what I was told. There might be multiplayer oh for that. Yeah. I was told that uh, obviously like I was told that uh, many times. Why aren't you playing like, the remaster? What? Well, yeah. Why aren't you playing the remaster? You know, this oh, is just on it. Steam, right? It's on GOG. So just put right? it in text on your screen. Oh, that's, that's actually true. We should just do StarCraft 1 because that would be more brutal because you can't even, in like that, it would have the same issues that he had in Red Alert, Red Alert, Red Alert 2. I don't know why I said that so weird. Red Alert 2, where the AI is just not smart. The unit, uh, AI and StarCraft is also bad. Um, so we could do that. Something to think about. Mm. Yeah. Well, I had fun with These it. Things uh, to you can, yeah. like, I'll do anything for a stream. Like, for one stream, I can power through any game, even if I hate it, which is, which is totally fine. I will, make, I will find a way to enjoy it. But yeah. in answer to your question, what's next? Yeah. Well, uh, if, you, if you are easily scared oh. by horror games or anything like that, you might not want to tune into the stream, okay. JP, because coming up on Tuesday, it's my choice, because Red Alert was the audience choice. That's what they voted in. My choice for Tuesday, Goosebumps, nice. Escape from Horrorland. Spooky. Is that allowed on Twitch? I don't. I, I want to say it, it. I think it is. I, think, I looked it up. It's not on the band list. So we're going to be playing Escape from Horrorland. Um, from 1996, DreamWorks, fantastic, interactive, yep, and it is a Windows game. R.L. Stein, it's, it's man, designed He's for Microsoft Windows 95, so there will I, be an I install. Heard, yeah. I heard that that game is the next Are You Afraid of the Dark? It might be. It yeah. might be. You never. Yeah, those know. some big words, man. Big words. I, I hey, yeah. a lot of weight there. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so I know you've been playing a bunch yeah, of stuff. But- as well oh zeke what were we gonna say no i'm just gonna i was just gonna say like how much fun it's been to to do this every year like oh we're gonna check I in absolutely love it talk about it for sure and it's fucking like i was talking about this as well like when i was installing a game 2400 people got the game working 16 <laughs> well look chat chat real quick real quick goosebumps is a kid's novel series i was kidding about it being banned on twitch so many people in chat why would it be banned why, why would it be banned is, is look is, is there nudity unfortunately rl stein has gotten really 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 uh controversial lately so they banned all of his stuff on on twitch yeah. now people will really uh start to wonder what's yeah happening. 
he's he's welcome said for some, that. Said some things on Twitter though. Yeah, yeah, you got R.L. Yeah. Stein, man. Jesus, can't believe that. Twitter gets you every time. I, yeah, I think you're thinking of the parody Poose Bumps. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, Cole, I was gonna say you've been playing a bunch of stuff. Chain Echoes, where are you at yes. with it right now? Oh my god, dude. Where am I at with Chain Echoes? I am at the stage where I wish I would have played it last year because I feel like my did top you, 10 would have been different. Did you hit Act 1? Or sorry, Act 2? I I just got Marobit. That's where I am in the game. I just oh, got okay. My, I, I literally just went through last night. It, I, I was drinking and I got to the robot part and I got like through those like 10 screens like talking about how it works and i was just like i have drink yeah that tutorial's kind of long <laughs> oh my god dude like oh uh, yeah it, it's but no i'm having a great time with it it's awesome um very cool twists and turns uh it is it is uh it is, it is a great game so that's been my cozy game uh i beat Baldur's gate one and two so nice. i'm ready to move on to the Baldur's gate uh dlc which i've never done before throwing a ball looking forward to returning to that uh also been playing life is strange my first run ever i just got done with the fourth the fifth episodes today thumbs up uh, that thumbs was down like i i know it was, that was a charity thing but like we always it was a charity reward would like that i'm 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 not into teen dramas <laughs> <laughs> okay but um the you know and i'm also not into that time period really but the story has been you know relatively engaging and what's kind of funny is we've been kind of like calling it nearly shot for shot as it's been going on which has been kind of fun um the rewind mechanics kind of cool to explore stuff and you know i mean it's it's entertaining um i'm enjoying it more than i thought i would but my initial opinion of this isn't really my kind of game is still quite there it's not a persona 5 situation where it's like i didn't think this was my kind of game and then i tried it and it's like holy shit this is definitely my type of game not that okay it's i didn't think it was going to be that good and you know it's better than i thought but it's still not my kind of game you know, I'm not going to be going on and playing like two, three, and true colors or anything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this. That was the goal, and we're good to move on. Okay. Um, outside of that, I think there was a couple more games I played. What are the What are the games we played, chat? Um, I got Zero Sievert playing that tomorrow. Looking forward to that. That's the pixel arty single player Escape from Tarkov game. Okay. Uh, that looks kind of fun. Oh, oh, I played a game called Ravenborn. Raven? Oh, what? Sorry, you cut off at the Rave, end. Ravenborn. Born. I think. Ra- okay. No, not Ravenborn. Uh, Raven. Hold on. I, I always mess the name up. Ravenbound. Thank you. Ravenbound. It is an open world roguelite action RPG. It actually kind of works. It's a okay. card based open world action RPG. So you basically like it's it it's uh it's coming soon. The devs gave us an early look. Uh, it wasn't sponsored, and I actually had a great time with it. I played it for like three hours, and it's really cool. Every time you play, like your weapons, your armor your passives, all that stuff, you get like randomly in cards. So it's very roguelite And then you die and there's like a meta unlock system where you get more cards and more variations and more races to choose from. And then kind of like in Rogue Legacy, you kind of have some random heroes to pick for from at the beginning to then possess. And then you play that person. And uh, it's to your advantage to then go out and like beat the bosses all again. Weird. To, um, okay. Yeah, it's, it, it sounds weird, but it works um the music was cool the world was huge and uh the whole mechanic is that you can turn into a raven whenever you want so it's like you can land and like kill some mobs and get some cards and stuff and then you can just like go to a nearby tower and take off again as a raven and fly wherever you want and stuff and uh it was it was cool man like i i think this game is going to be a lot of fun i'm I'm definitely going to be doing a full playthrough when it comes out um all right it was it was a very nice little thing there 
What? Whose turn is it? Okay. Okay, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> next game is going to be a open world <laughs> roguelite. Raven, what the fuck? Who put this in there? <laughs> That's Chuck, a weird one. Pretty much. Very funny, Chuck. <clears throat> That's a weird one. Well, hey, Chuck should get a promotion because it works. Yeah. It All works. right. Yeah. Well, hey, we got to go. We're going to wrap it there. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about next week uh, between CD Ramathon, everything that me and Co are playing. And uh, Rami's going to be joining us. Old Rami. Oh, cool. Be back. Rami is my old oh, step. Our, our now pilot Rami. Yeah, I, do we call is it is it like a sir system? Like, does he get like? Do we call Mister Rami? Like, how do we, how does a captain? We're gonna have to it? ask him. Captain, 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 captain yeah. Rami. There we go. Okay, might be great. Captain Rami. I like it. Yeah, Captain Rami. He'll be joining us, chatting about stuff. We'll find some to talk about. I'm sure. Uh, but that's gonna do it for today's episode. Co, why don't you start us off? I know you got to get out of here. Absolutely, I do. Uh, big thanks as always to JP and Z. Huge thank you to Burke for taking the time. I know this is not his normal time slot, so we very much appreciate you getting up a little early today to join us. My name is Co. I, uh, coming up this week, like I said, we have zero Sievert. We're going to be finishing Life is Strange, more Chained Echoes. Uh, after Chained Echoes, we'll probably start bringing back some TOB. And also, if we have time, which I think we do, I think it's time to start our Stalker franchise run. I think we're going to start with Shadows of Chernobyl. In fact, if you are somebody who follows me on Twitter, I'm going to be putting a tweet up um, asking for mod recommendations. I want to I want to make sure all the vanilla content is there, but like things to make it look good, uh, things to change things very lightly. I don't want a lot of gameplay tweaks, but any any suggestions you have, uh, be sure to reply to that tweet or send me a Discord PM or a whisper. All that's open. And uh, and let me know what mods you think we should use on our Shadows of Chernobyl run. Uh, we also have Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. We're going to be doing some of that soon as well to get ready for the next one that comes out soon. So a lot of games coming. We're, we're starting to get to the uh, the good gaming part. We got Engage as well. We're going to be playing. So see you all for that. You can find me at my channel. If I don't see you, then I'll see you here next week on Drop Frames. Awesome stuff. Thanks so much, Zeke. Do some shout outs. And I'm out of here. Bye, Yo, everybody. What up, everybody? Bye. Oh, see you, Cal. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, what up? About, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to rename scenes. Just upstage. What the fuck, dude? All right. Thanks, Zeke. Right. Go ahead, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> you goddamn right. <laughs> you. I did that. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for watching. Uh, thank you to Bert for being our guest today. Good to see you again, my friend. Uh, thank you to Cohen JP for being my co-host and thank you guys for watching. My name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube and Ezekiel the Third all spelled out on uh, Instagram and TikTok. I'm in the midst of CD-ROMathon. I'm doing CD-ROM games the entire month of January and this is my fifth one, fifth year doing it and it's just been a blast. Next up, like we said, is going to be Goosebumps Escape from Horrorland. And then after we do that, it's your choice. So come over to the channel and vote on what you want to see next. We got a nice long list, and you can vote for as many as you want and change your vote at any time. Thanks for watching. Fantastic. The reason I was doing that is because the shout-outs are currently uh, Golden Boy's scene, and this is Gerard's scene. I was going to relabel them, but when you right-click in OBS, it changes the scene. <laughs> Anyways, now that you've heard this completely unnecessary information, Burke, please do some shout-outs. What do you got going on? Uh, well, first, thanks uh, for inviting me to draw frames to to all of you. This is uh, yeah. Don't worry about me getting up. Like uh, this is, I'll do this anytime. I, I have a absolute blast with you guys every time. Um, this week, uh, I know we're. I already told you I would do that World War II Rebuilder. We're probably gonna do that Monday, and that might last for a significant amount of time because it looks like it has a lot of content to it. But I know that other than Eco, which is on the twenty second, we're gonna. I'm going to be doing. Uh, which is a game that I thought would be controversial if I brought up, but I'm gonna be doing Star Citizen. 
Whoa! With, uh, Smashly and Matachi. We told you not to mention that. That's on the band drop frame <laughs> list of words. Herc, Jesus. I know. It always every time you talk about that, game, it always triggers chat. You know, but like we're we're doing a fifty versus fifty. We have our community involved, and it is some of the best gaming I have ever done. Whoa. Of having these epically planned battles in Star Citizen, it is insane. And you should definitely check it out when we do it on Thursday at eight o'clock. How much money to view the stream? Ten thousand dollars. Oh Jesus! Okay, <laughs> I'm out. I, that's uh, I'm out. That's the low bar of entry. Okay, if you want the AAA VIP my, package, uh, that's going to be at least twenty grand right there, buddy. My ad incentive offer wasn't uh, high enough this month. I'm going to have to <laughs> miss out on that one. Yeah. Also, I like how. For some reason, Coaz like uh, he did a funny face for me, but on this one, he's just he's just frozen. He's frozen. It? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Kind of <laughs> like that. Doesn't keep the last frame anymore. He looks like he's he's right before he's he does the 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 karate match pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> whatever. That's him. That's pose. what. That's the face Co makes when you bring up Star Citizen. <laughs> he cracks his knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a slight hair. <laughs> and he's just ready to scream. He's just ready to scream. I, I was debating like when, I, when if I should bring it up or not because I was like I knew it would cause a big debate. I was looking at the clock and I was yeah, like, I, really. I, I, I well, stick it down. Yeah, it would definitely it would definitely be talked about. Uh, but it's not as bad as bringing up Warhammer. That's that's just a cardinal <laughs> sin. Now we're gonna have to ban that from the show. No more Warhammer. You get one. What are you talking about, man? Talking about man, all those we, we could talk about Warhammer. What, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Want to discuss anything? Too many books. I'm ready. Too many books. Not enough. I'm just waiting for. I'm waiting for Bird to open his jacket. He's like, you want blisters, homie? I got blisters <laughs> right here. I got blisters. Blister <laughs> packs right here. The old Peter, 100 Peter, homie. and stuff in his jacket. <laughs> on this side, it's all just like Space Marines oh, and Nazis. Yeah. Wait till you wait till I what you see what's in my cabinets. It'll. Oh. I don't want to see what's in your. Okay, it's just. <sighs> plastic money overpriced i'm not gonna let's not insult an entire because <laughs> <laughs> then they'll just be like well jp what about your statues and i'll say yeah those have value because they're cool hey horace is pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> thanks everyone for watching we'll see you next week unless you don't tune in to those comments we're out here burke thanks so much for being on we're out here have a good one bye-bye